What's the business, everybody? My name is Jordan Bass, and I am here for the first edition of the Disney Podcast, where we are talking about every Disney movie in the history of the wonderful classic Disney vault. I am joined here, as I will always be joined here, by my co-hosts. First up, I would like to introduce Dalton, Small Town, and Dakot. Hey, I'm Small Town, and I don't really know... Oh, I'm not really into like the Disney movie thing. Not that I'm not into it. I've never been a big movie watcher, and so I haven't seen as much Disney movies as Jordan has, let's say. So I'm going to be coming from a completely different angle than Jordan is going to. And that's the goal I was trying to go for with this podcast really is it's you hear a lot of podcasts out there of it's just a bunch of Disney fans, and that's great. I love hearing the perspective of all the Disney fans, especially Disney fans that haven't haven't even seen every Disney movie in the vault. But what I wanted to go for here is me being such a diehard Disney super fan who's seen all of these movies, and Small Town over here who has seen some of these movies but isn't as familiar with a lot of them. So it's going to be like completely different perspectives from the two of us, and we're also going to get perspectives from my girlfriend here joining us as well. She will be joining us every week as our producer, Miss Kaylee Foote. Mm-hmm. How are you tonight, Kaylee? Doing great. This was quite the adventure to get here, but we made it. Proud of us. Yeah, um, took a lot longer to get going than I thought it would. Yeah. But, but we made it. We made it. Well, it was meant to be. Are you like producer Queso? Producer yeah. Queso. Producer I like cheese. it. Oh, producer Cheese. <laughs> producer Cheese. I don't know. Producer Queso is a little more. It rolls off the tongue a little bit better. Yeah, I kind of like that. I kind of like that, too. Where did Queso come from for her nickname? Little, little, little cheese. cheese. And then it just turned into Little <laughs> Queso. <laughs> so, we've, uh, we've all watched this movie, and we all we be sharing our opinions, basically. Every single week, we'll be running down the movie that the episode is titled after and just along the way giving our anecdotes and providing you with all the background information about the movie itself and the voice actors fun facts galore that's really what this is all about i just want to have fun and just share my love of disney with everyone yeah, it's going to be cool to uh, branch out and see some stuff I haven't seen and give me a reason to sit down and watch movies that otherwise I would never see. I would never sit down and watch a movie. I'm excited that we get to do something together. You know, that's that's cool to just home with your close friends, try to create something, you know. Yeah, it's only up from here. You know, it's day one. So This is episode one, and yeah. you guys are hopefully listening to history in the making. And uh, Jordan, what do you call a hairy pilot? I don't know. What do you call a hairy pilot? A flying carpet. (laughs) (laughs) And after further ado. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get into the movie we watched this week, which was Aladdin. Aladdin. And this is a movie that I haven't seen in a very long time. Uh, And it has a character that I really love, the genie. And uh, one thing that we will be doing on this podcast every week is we will be drinking a mixed drink, a cocktail of sorts, 
uh, themed after the movie that we were watching. And with this being Aladdin, I figured we might as well theme it after the genie. And we decided to go with a, what I'm, <laughs> I mean, I am just completely, I'm not going to act like I made up this mixed drink by any means, but I'm redubbing this, the blue genie. It is, I, I went with Tito's vodka. Uh, obviously, if you're making this at home, you can use whatever vodka of your choice. I'm a Tito's guy, personally. I don't know about y'all. I'm sure you guys cool with the Tito's. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah, and uh, basically what we did is was, was an ounce and a half of Tito's, and then we did almost an ounce of blue carousel, and then I did two ounces of pineapple juice, no, two ounces of grapefruit juice, and then an ounce of pineapple juice, but I had to go back through and splash everybody's with pineapple juice. Yeah, it was a little So strong. I'd say two ounces of both juices. That's probably personally. Yeah, that's what I would recommend because it is pretty strong. But we also don't have ice. Yeah, so, we have ice coming. We have <laughs> it's our not, yeah. We have our trusty assistant Avery yes. here that'll be helping us out throughout with our all our drink and ice needs. So yeah, if you want to make that along at home and drink with us, that'd be that'd be fucking awesome. And yeah, we're gonna be cussing up a storm on here too. This ain't this ain't for the kids. These movies may be yeah. for the kids, but this ain't. This ain't for the kids. I mean, you can listen to it with your kids, but I would not recommend. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't recommend it. But you can do whatever you want because it's your kid. <laughs> I so don't give a shit. <laughs> if your kid likes to laugh and have a good time, then fucking let them listen. By all means. Or I hear, you know, giving, showing people if they haven't seen yet what they're missing out on. You know, like we're like little spokespeople for Disney. We're not even being paid. Yeah, not being paid for it. <laughs> Seems like that's probably some against some kind of union rule or workers rule we should start a union guys right here right now that's it we, <laughs> we're officially in a union Pod, a good old podcast union so in terms of our relationship with this movie personally i'll start with you kaylee what is your first memory of this movie did you own this on vhs tape or dvd do you remember any scene particularly from childhood oh man okay I do remember absolutely having it on DVD. I don't know about the VHS tape. I feel like, sorry, I feel like the, um, the one of the only VHS tapes I can remember owning is Dumbo, strangely enough, and I barely remember the movie as it is, but um, Aladdin was always a movie I appreciated for Genie and then the music in it. As a child, I liked the music in movies a lot more than the story, really. I only started appreciating the story since being with you and you kind of opened my eyes to the deeper meaning behind movies and like all these different points that they capture and make and everything. So that's something really interesting and fun that I'm going to start exploring and learning about as we do this. Small Town, what's your relationship with this movie, Aladdin? I mean, I've obviously seen it before. Uh, I definitely wouldn't say, I didn't like remember anything specifically. I think, I mean, I remember him like running through like the alleys and all that. I feel like that's one of the most memorable scenes. Um, I remember like we would sing the, like some of the songs in like my choir classes in middle school and high school on like, just like fuck around days. Like we're going to sing Disney songs today. And we always sang. I wish uh, my choir teacher did that. The hell? (laughs) The whole new world. We would always sing that. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those, it's like a Lion King, you know, like everybody has seen it. You're right. This falls in the same category as like the Snow White's Lion King, that kind of stuff. Like everyone's seen this. I mean, if you're not even if you're, you don't even have to be a Disney fan. Like you saw this at some point in your life. 
I mean, obviously there's going to be the someone that's tweets out out at us like, I ain't ever seen Speak for yourself, idiots. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, um, personally, I don't really have any, like, original memory of watching this as a child. I know I did for sure. I'm sure we owned it on VHS tape. It's not one that I, like, distinctly remember from childhood. Uh, But I know I did watch it for sure. My most solid memories of uh early memories of aladdin is uh in eighth grade for me we did aladdin as our school musical (laughs) and i played razul the head guard of jafar's uh who i don't believe is even mentioned by name in neither the stage performance we did or the movie (laughs) but he has a name um and it's razul and uh, I played him and had a total of like 23 lines or so, and I felt pretty good about that at the time. I have it on video somewhere. I'll dig it up. I have it on DVD. That would be cute. Yeah, it's pretty funny. The, the, all the makeup and stuff is pretty ridiculous, and there was all white people playing all these parts too, so that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's something. And cancel. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so that's my biggest. And then I remember also uh, finding out that there is a sequel to not... I did not know at the time that there was not one, but two sequels and a TV show to go along with this, which Kaylee will get into in a little bit. But two sequels? Two sequels, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I remember when I found out about the original, the first time I found out there was even just one sequel to the movie, and I went and bought it on eBay, uh, being like, holy shit, that's awesome. I didn't know there was a Aladdin sequel, and I put it in, and it's like a fucking 20-time drop in animation quality. It goes from being a cinematic fucking masterpiece to <laughs> to being like you're watching an episode of Adventures of the Gummy Bears in 1988. <laughs> like, oh, but we'll we'll talk about those movies one day on here. Those those movies will be discussed and I can't wait till we get to them because there's a lot to say about those movies. So when um, did this when did it come out? Yeah, so Kaylee will um be able to be dropping some knowledge on us about uh, when this movie was released. Alright, so, it came out the year, 1992, the day, the thir- Friday the 13th, which, which just so happened to, to be, be today. today. Yo. Yeah, I mean, However, this will probably be released sometime next It was week, a different but... month. It came out in November in 1992, but I think it's still cool that we're recording it on a Friday the 13th, and That's it came crazy. out on a Friday the 13th, which some people would take as bad luck, but I don't like to think that 13 is a unlucky number. I think it's a right. coincidence. Right. I think, no, it's, I think it's cool. I think yes. that this signifies good luck for us. A yes. double Friday the 13th, yes. I feel like cancels. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. I feel yeah. like that cancels out the original Friday the 13th. Yes. And therefore creates a chemical reaction of good luck. Yeah. So, wrote down a couple things about the day, like November 13th, 1992. The number one song in America was How Do You Talk to an Angel by The Heights. I don't know. know I feel like that would be a song that we would like know if we heard it. So if you want to play it, you can. I also don't know how playing songs works. You gotta be careful with that. Yeah, exactly. With the copyright and everything. A certain amount of seconds or something. (laughs) We should. In the future, we're gonna make sure and listen to all these songs beforehand so we can be like, oh, it's that song. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah. And then this one I didn't really understand, but Jordan was like, oh, so Riddick Bowe wins in a boxing title fight against Evander Evander Holyfield. Holyfield. Yeah. Yeah. So Evander Holyfield took an L on 
on uh, the day of uh, Aladdin's, Aladdin's release. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's always been a, an ongoing feud. It's Aladdin and Evander and Holyfield. Holyfield. Anytime Aladdin is involved, Evander Holyfield just can't seem to get it done. Yeah. Uh, whenever <laughs> Aladdin 2 came out, Evander Holyfield fell down his flight of stairs three times. <laughs> you know, I want to actually like, try and see if we can somehow make this work. Like, see if there's something like kind of even just tiny rough in the news for Evander Holyfield on the day of all these Aladdin releases. <laughs> And then, anything else happened around this time period? Uh, yeah, I included that texting wasn't a thing yet. Pretty well, shit, when did time, texting come out, though? Like, I, 2004? I, no, I feel like that was a tell 90s. You. It came out, well, and I, I guess pagers. pagers. Pagers was the beepers. Yeah. Sorry, I will preface. That's paging. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's different. I will preface this all uh, to you all with, uh, yes, uh, two, two out of the three of us were born in the 90s, but uh, I think I can speak for both of us quote-unquote 90s kids, and I don't remember anything from the 90s. <laughs> I do. I mean, I remember a little thing. Like, I guess you're a little bit older than me. Yeah, I, I spent a little bit more time in the yeah. 90s, but like I remember, because I moved around a lot when I was like young like that, so I remember like little small pieces of like the later like three years old and shit like that my the houses and stuff and then i remember new year's eve going into 2000 i do okay. remember that that's a pretty sure. significant memory yeah. y2k anything else happened that day uh i didn't have anything else oh wait yeah we'll talk about the number one movies and everything in oh, a second. Yes. but um also i had written down that grunge fashion was mainstream <laughs> Fuck yeah. I love that. Grunge. Yeah, love a good French moment. Bring it back. Yeah, no, uh, let's do it this year. 2022 is the year of grunge. I'm tweeting that right now. <laughs> okay, so the other new movies. Um, this one came out. This was the number one movie of the month of November in America. Um, and it also came out the same day as Aladdin, so it's a little sad. <laughs> but it was. I don't know if it's Brom or Bram, but it's Brom. Brom Stoker. Stoker's Dracula. Okay. Yeah. It came out on this in the same year. Yeah, same day. Same day. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. It's and, like a really famous movie. I've oh never yeah, seen it. I grossed, know it's a giant. Yeah, it grossed sixty six million nine hundred sixteen thousand two hundred and sixty dollars. God damn. And Chump Aladdin, jam. in comparison. Oh yeah, Aladdin. Okay, so do you want me to read the first three and then Aladdin? No, you since you're going ahead you with Aladdin. Yeah, okay, so Aladdin came in at eighth place. Th- that really? For that the, day? For, no, for the month of November. Oh. Still, it came in for the early movies in one day. Yeah. No, but still, for the entire month of November, for it to come in eighth place, that's actually shocking. Super surprising. Yeah, because yeah. it came out November thirteenth. So pretty. <laughs> right. <laughs> Movies were a way bigger deal, though, I feel oh, like, yeah. in the 90s. Well, the other, was a, second yeah. and third place, I understand. But I'll say uh, first that Aladdin grossed 19,561,425. So significantly less. Yeah. Um, then. The number two movie was Home Alone 2. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That came out that same weekend? Uh, November 20th. That's crazy. Nice I mean, that makes sense right before Christmas. So this is all in the month of November. Yes. So not the same day anymore. Just Bram Stoker's Dracula was the yeah. same day. Okay. And then Passenger 57 was number three. I don't know what the fuck that yeah, is. It's a plain movie. This, I think yeah. I saw it a really long time ago, but it's... Like, it's, it's yeah, it's a, it's a classic. Like a plain drama some sometimes. Ways. I almost asked if it was about 9-11, but that was... Nine, <laughs> nine years still later. Nine years off from <laughs> yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That and that one came out November sixth. 
That one came out. It was just a bunch of bangers. November in 1992. Yeah, a bunch of bangers. So places fourth through seventh, the ones I didn't write down, those weren't movies that I really recognized. So they probably were just wasn't even worth mentioning. Yeah, but they still beat out Aladdin. Yeah, and yet someone's probably going to tweet at us like, "Hey, number four was this, and it was really fucking good." (laughs) Okay, I will say I'm not the most educated in movies, but I have seen (coughs) or heard of at least a lot of movies in the class, especially the classics and everything. So I feel like I don't know. Also, though, Aladdin is a cartoon. Yeah. So it's a family movie, and I feel like Disney movies. I feel like this is correct. And some Disney historian is gonna be like, "You're wrong," but like, uh, so correct me if I am wrong. But I feel like this is a point in Disney where they're really trying to regain credibility. Um, and like Little Mermaid came out before this, so they're doing better. But I feel like they were really starting to regain credibility as the '90s went on. You had. Movies like Mulan come out later. I don't actually have no idea how Mulan did compared to this. But I feel like Disney has just continued to grow since the point of this movie coming out to now. Um, And this was just like the early stages of them coming back to prominence. Because you look at Disney in the 80s and it's not a lot of movies that... Like it's like the what the like the rescuers did that come out that came out the the Great Mouse oh, Detective okay. Oliver and Company a lot of like more obscure Disney movies that didn't I don't want to say didn't stand the test of time because they're still fantastic movies but didn't um re- remain credible in the eyes of Disney today they didn't gross as much as they would have probably liked so they're not as heavily hyped up movies but so that's really interesting to see Aladdin ranked that low yeah. Any other fun facts around the day of this movie? If not, no. If, if, if not, if, not, yeah, if, not if, you, if that was all you had. I don't know how I don't know how big of a year nineteen ninety two was. I don't know. Yeah. I mean I think Michael Jordan probably won a championship that year because he won a I tried to do like I tried to look up the like what happened on the day and the week of November thirteenth and all that stuff and not uh, not in a the whole future lot we can just look up what up. happened in the year in general yeah. too. It's still fucking insane that it came out on a Friday thirteenth and today's yeah. Friday. 13th. I know. That's, That's crazy. Like, especially because we were not even originally supposed to record today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so let's get into like the director and the voice actors and all that good stuff. Okay, okay. Uh, we can start it off with saying the budget for the movie was oh, yeah. uh, twenty eight million. So it didn't even make it. That's just the first month, though. Yeah. Okay. So they they almost made it all back in the first month. I actually am not sure how good that actually even is. <laughs> I really know how much money that. Do is. they want to make it all back by the first month? Is that the goal? I, think, I mean, I'm assuming the faster you can make your money back, probably the more successful the better. it is. Well, yeah. On no, please drag it out for me. On when I was <laughs> <laughs> when I was on Disney, their box office. So I'm wondering if this was like the total box office amount. It has it at five hundred four point one million. Mm. Okay, so they, yeah, they made back their money. That's all. That's all time though. Now that's how much Aladdin has made. Yeah. So that explains why it's. They did well. Yeah. (laughs) It aged well. Do we want to get into the voice actors? Do you have any specific um, character you want to start with? Let's just go in order of like importance. I feel like Aladdin, Jasmine. Okay, so the voice, actual voice, like speaking actor for Aladdin was Scott Weinger. I think is how you pronounce it. And he's currently 46 years old. Um, 
He was, uh, he's also known as <laughs> the love interest. Can of, I say it? Yes, go ahead. Steve from motherfucking Full House, bitch. <laughs> DJ's boyfriend, dude. Word? Yes. That total sense. Yeah. Uh, right? You can hear it yeah, once you see it, but like, sure. oh man. Once I found that out, I was like, no fucking Hell shit. <laughs> but it makes sense. And that's really cool. And, uh, I, I yeah, I would have never in a million years. I did not know that this man was, uh, had didn't done as much as he had done outside of full house. And yeah, what else was he known for? Uh, he had a big role in the movie called the shaggy dog, which we will talk about eventually on the show. Yes. Came out in 1994. Um, and he was the dog, the dog named Wilbur <laughs> or Wilby. <Fuck> yeah. <laughs> um, Isn't that movie? Doesn't he get turned into a dog? I think so. So he, did they yeah. redo that movie they, at some point? It's, Yes, they did. It's it was it came, but it was it came the out dad, in the two thousands. The dad turned into the mm-hmm. dog, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe okay. so. I remember seeing that in theaters. I think it's like two thousand five. They did a remake. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, he played all of the Aladdin roles for Disney. The voice acting, ones, yeah, isn't that crazy? Including the video games and the um, all the sequels and stuff yeah. too. Everything. Yeah, all the, the sequels, TV the show. TV show. Literally wow. everything. Little side, like even on like crossover episodes or extra episodes or something like that. He like he voiced always... all of them. Goddamn. House and of Mouse, so, he was Aladdin. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Oh, it was 2006 was, oh, was the Shaggy Dog remake, by the way. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So he's also, he was also the co-executive producer in five episodes of The Muppets in 2016. Very interesting. <laughs> Very <laughs> random. Yeah. I, have, yeah. I, have, I have actually never seen that incarnation of the Muppets. I've maybe seen a Muppets movie once. I don't Dude, have... the Muppet show is so fucking classic. Now that's something I remember having on VHS tape and watching a lot is the Muppet show. Mm-hmm. That's such a classic show. I wish we could talk about that on here. We will talk about Muppet movies, even though they're not tech. A lot of them aren't technically Disney, but they're owned by Disney. So I feel like that counts enough. So yeah, Steve from fucking Full House is Aladdin. Who would have thought? Does he, is he also singing for himself? So no. So game. the singer for Aladdin's name is Brad Kane. Oh, I is... love Brad Kane. What do you <laughs> Brad Kane? Yeah. He, <laughs> so he also sung for everything in Aladdin. Kane, didn't you go see him in concert? Oh, yeah. It was like a couple months ago. That's Kane Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. I don't understand why they would get a two different actors to do two different roles. Because maybe they like the voice of the voice actor, but the voice actor can't yeah. sing. Yeah. It's like a Zac Efron situation where they wanted him to play, which we were talking about in on episode four, High School Musical, um, where they wanted Zac Efron to play, uh, why am Troy. I forgetting, Troy, Troy Bolton, but they had Drew Seeley sing for him and at least in the first movie because they like yeah. Drew Seeley's voice better and then Actually, eventually yeah. with work and I believe like just voice lessons and stuff then Zac mm-hmm. Efron was good enough to sing for the following movies and he fucking slaughtered bet on it that's probably the best song in the history of High School Musical in my opinion mm-hmm. I cannot wait to talk about that movie bet on it bet on it is that that song bet on it bet on it yeah <laughs> classic banger Okay, so uh, Brad Kane also did all of the singing for Aladdin and everything. He also was in a movie called The Flamingo Kid in oh. 1984. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like oh. 
Um, yeah. And then he did some TV. He was on Law and Order, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I think everyone's been on Law and Order at some Every point in their life. Oh, yeah, for sure. Every actor ever has been on Law and Order. <laughs> Yeah, he he's done a lot of smaller stuff. His I think the the biggest things in his career were Aladdin. It's seeping. It's, it's really cool how dedicated all these people were to Aladdin and just yeah. sticking with it. I mean, with the success, you can see why. I mean, it's, oh for sure, it's not like they were they're like Disney's trying to milk something that isn't actually successful. Like why why do these people not have trying a to milk a, a man a man cow? You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. another fun fact about Scott Weinger, uh, the voice actor. He was a producer in 45 episodes, around 45 episodes of 90210. I thought you were going to say Law and Order. Come <laughs> 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 somewhat close. Not really, no. Not 90210. 90210. What about Jasmine? Alright, so Jasmine was voiced by Linda Larkin, who is now 52. Uh, she also voiced all of the roles for God Jasmine, damn. including um, in Sophia the First. Um, I'm no pretty sure way. <laughs> she is also the voice actor of Sophia. I that might be wrong. Let me make sure real quick. Damn, because Sophia be sounding like a baby. So <laughs> I don't know, because that's what Hallie likes that shit. I know my little sister loves that shit too. Yeah, Some our boy voice small actors, town. Like they really be getting into that shit though. Like, oh, that's true. They yeah, they be acting in the booth. Yeah, no, right. full on, like, like facial expression. Got to, though. Like how they manipulate their voices. Right, how like. like... Bah! <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Oh my God. That's how he does it. I watched a video, like, he stretches his throat, does shit. Did Tom Kenny. No, no, the creator. Stephen Hillenberg passed okay. away. Tom Kenny is still alive. I just alive assumed the guy that made it also voiced SpongeBob. No. I don't know why. <laughs> no, Tom okay, Kenny. I was wrong. Tom Kenny is She wasn't Sophia. Place. It was just misleading on, okay. the, on the page. But. Fake news. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but she did voice Jasmine in Sophia the First. Um, and then the singing voice was played by Leah. I don't know how to pronounce her long last name. It's like Salanga or Salanya. She's Filipina. So, nah. Salanya, maybe? Yeah. She also sung for Mulan. She was the singer in the Mulan oh, movie. So she sang for um, But yeah, she's just a very like successful girl. Like I'm kind of proud of her. She's a recording artist. Like she has music out, and she does all kinds of music for shows and movies. And she's also acting, um, not in any big enough roles that I wrote down, so <laughs> I won't <laughs> go into huge detail for that. Uh, but we can move on to Jeannie. Yes. This one, Quite you guys will have more knowledge. Character. Uh, so he was also, uh, Robin, oh, okay, everybody knows Robin Williams voiced the genie. High five! And sung for the genie. But he also was the voice of the peddler, Robin Williams, in the very beginning of the movie. The dude, dude, I with literally, all the trinkets. Yeah, I small man him. Robin Williams, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. So I, when I was writing down information about the characters. <laughs> Oh my god. Aha. Okay, so uh, in my research, I some some site said that the peddler and the genie are implied to be the same characters. The uh, production company, whatever team, actually cut the reveal at the end of the movie because they thought that fans and people watching the movie would already be getting up and leaving and like 
already satisfied with the ending they saw. That's so totally fair, but, reveal. like, what was even the point of keeping that at the beginning, though? Like, you could have just introduced... I mean, not, don't get me wrong, it was an entertaining bit to start, but, like, if you weren't going to return to it at the end, I feel like you could have just cut it all together and just opened up on Jafar walking up into this cave. I feel like that was enough. And it keeps it kind of more ominous, like you're finding out about the story as it goes along. It's not like this is a guy that's narrating the movie as it's going and explaining right. details for you. He just kind of gives a brief little, like, oh, here's a little bit of what to expect at the beginning. I guess that's fine, but if, like I said, if you're not going to return to it, I feel like it was kind of a waste. They never mm -hmm. went back to him at all. No, never. He never I... even spoke again. I don't... That's something people talk about a lot. See, when we get to the sequels, we'll be able to talk about it more because I don't remember if he shows up. I don't remember seeing. I didn't try to read too much into the sequels. I don't recall him showing up in any of the sequels. Yeah, I haven't. I honestly don't know. I've only seen The King of Thieves because the I remember. Yeah, I remember. Aladdin's father. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, Spoiler! I didn't want to. I didn't want to do too much research. But anyways, a cool thing about Robin Williams, actually this isn't very cool, it's kind of um, sad, but uh, <laughs> so when, <laughs> it's just interesting, when Disney asked Robin to be the voice actor for the role Genie, uh, Robin agreed, but he asked for Disney to not, and like had kind of an unwritten agreement with Disney for them to not over promote Genie and like make Aladdin like him like the figure face all that stuff because he didn't want Aladdin to dominate his other movies that he was working on that were coming mm -hmm. out around the same time mm -hmm. and Disney, Disney did the exact opposite they completely ignored it they used Genie Genie was on the face of everything um, and so he then of refused he then refused to ever work with Disney again but they he publicly did, yeah they publicly apologized to him and made this whole big deal about it and then he came back to do Aladdin and King of Thieves yes, but that's I, the only other movie that yeah, he, he didn't return to the TV show that he returned to do the voice voice for which is great i love watching that movie and simply for that there was also one remember that short little uh, genie series do you know anything about that what are you talking about no there was something uh, mentioned in the disney wiki talking about how there's a little very short-lived genie series. Like of shorts, maybe? Yeah. Um, a collection of shorts? Right. That came out not too long after the first movie, I want to say. If someone knows where I can find these <laughs> said shorts, please let me know. And I think he also voiced genie for those. Um, I've never heard about this before. This might be some sort of lost media, potentially. Yeah. So, that was, I thought, yeah, I thought that was That's interesting. very fascinating. Um... Yeah, so once Robin was done, obviously he wasn't, yeah, available. Uh, this dude named Dan Castellaneta took over for a brief time. He also voiced someone you may know named Homer Simpson. Oh, I've met him. Um, <laughs> uh, I've seen Universal Studios. <laughs> And so, yeah, he was called to voice Genie in Aladdin spinoff projects, and uh, he was actually, like, known for being a renowned uh, impressionist. He sounded very similar to the Robin Williams' Genie. Not yeah. dead on, but if you're watching the TV show or you're watching Return of Jafar, it's not too far of a departure from Robin Williams' Genie. And don't get me wrong, there's no comparing to Robin Williams' Genie, but Dan Castellaneta does do a bang-up job. Yeah. And then the third and current 
voice actor for Jeannie and all future roles that may be, as long as he's under contract and all that, is named Jim Meskimen. And he was, like, sought out because of his Robin Williams impression. Like, he just had a really good Robin Williams impression. Oh, cool. And I'm pretty sure he turned in a... An audition? Yes, date? thank yeah. you. An audition. <laughs> they were like, yup. So he's now the new official voice of Genie since 2008. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. So for, like, probably anything at the parks or anything like that... Yeah, I'm pretty sure Dan did a lot of recording and stuff for the parks. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Jafar. He was voiced by Jonathan Freeman. Fun little guy. He voiced him in everything. He was also a voice actor and a Broadway performer and like a regular actor. He was he was a voice actor in American Dragon, Jake Long. No way. Who yeah. did he play? Do yeah. you know that? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I know. I think it was just a like a like a character, like a random. Right, character. just like a guest one off uh, character I feel or something. Like he just said an episode, yeah. Um, but he also had, of course, an episode in SVU. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Did all of these <laughs> did all these characters do? <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and then he also did voice uh, work for The Little Mermaid. Neat. Yeah. I don't know if that little bee is in that little bubble, but you know. And he's also a puppeteer. Oh, Which is kind of fun. Oh, he's nice. He plays with dolls. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> makes them talk yes. for money. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the other possible voice actors for Jafar? Other possible ones, like they don't know. The other ones they, they considered. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah let's hear it. So, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart was originally offered the voice role, but declined due to scheduling issues. No. So I thought that would. He would have done a bang up job. Yeah, no, I feel like that would have been pretty That's good. Soft, a weak ass excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Just make time. You're a sir. You can make time. <laughs> yeah, no, so I guess, yeah, I did forget to say that about Jeannie, the other uh, people that were considered for Jeannie, because there's one that's really interesting that I kind of love, so we're just going to backpedal that to real quick. Whoa. Backpedal that real, <laughs> that real quick shit. Um, they considered the voice actors Eddie Murphy. Oh, wow. And then he was later that. given the role in, what, Madagascar, right? Well, no, that's not Disney. He was later given oh, the yeah, role yeah, yeah, as Mushu yeah. in Mushu, Mulan. Mushu, yeah. Um... <laughs> John Candy. Oh, yeah, I didn't know about that, yeah. Uh-huh. And then Steve Martin. <laughs> so the Sultan was voiced by Douglas Seal in the first movie. <laughs> and then he is also an actor and producer. Um, he played Krebs in The Rescuers. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Down Under. Forgot the Down Under part. Right. <laughs> and he sadly passed away in 1999. Um, Val Betton took over for the majority of the rest. Um, he also voiced Dr. David Q. Dawson in... Oh, shit. That's cool as fuck. In The Great Mouse Detective. Yes. He voiced Dawson in that yeah. shit? Yeah. No way. Yeah, and he was in Shrek and Gargoyles. You're talking about the guy that took over for the Sultan. Yes. For after this movie. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's still very cool. Yeah. And let's get into our man Iago. Oh, I love Iago. He was voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. God rest his soul. Rest in peace. He also played him in everything. He was a very successful voice actor and comedian. He was on SNL, Bonkers, The Cosby Show, Fairly Odd Parents. You you know who, like, if you've ever heard his voice, you would never forget his fucking mm -hmm. voice. It's like the worst sounding thing. And ever, funny enough, beautiful. <laughs> I remember him most from the Mr. Men show on Cartoon Network in, like, 2009. 
as random as I that is. I cannot picture that show. The Mr. Min, the Mr. Min, the... It's like a bunch of little characters. They all had character traits based off of their, uh, like, a name, like, Sadness or happy oh i used to have those books yeah i think i still have the book for mr happy yeah those that are the shit so cool. i love those mr. things mr men i totally forgot i about was those obsessed guys. with that shit growing oh up oh my gosh <laughs> i gotta find that book i hope i still have it damn <laughs> all right um and then last but not least is our Oh, wait. <laughs> I guess uh, I was about to say Abu, but Abu is not the one. I'm feeling the trick a little bit. I apologize. That's going to be a recurring really, thing. He didn't really speak, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, Razul, who was the main guard or uh, member of the... Jafar's guard squad. Right, right. And... <laughs> I want a shirt now that just says Jafar's guard squad. And it Jafar says Razul on the back. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, like yeah. That's going to be our rap group name. <laughs> and so he was voiced by Jim Cummings. Ooh. And with that, Jordan, take it away. So Jim Cummings has got to be my favorite voice actor of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about a man who is voiced. He has a separate Wikipedia page for the amount of characters he has voiced. He, he has voiced... Guys, like characters such as Winnie the Pooh and Tigger, Ka. Obviously, we're not talking about the original Jungle Book when I say that. Darkwing Duck, Nega Duck. Like this man has done it all. Who knows? Nega Duck. Nega Duck. Darkwing Duck. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota. I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, oh. there goes all the Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Jim Cummings, a legend, deserves all the praise in the world. And, oh, he also voices Pete on a Goof Troop and in a Goofy movie. And I feel like that is the voice that shines through the most in this. I feel like it was a strong mix of, like, Pete and Tigger. The guard's voice? The main guard's voice. It was so It sounded rough. very Pete-like. So you know rough. Pete's voice? No. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Goofy's main... Uh, anti uh, oh, his neighbor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pete. That Pete. Pete the cat. Is right? he a cat? Yeah, I think he's, so. yeah. I think so. That sounds right. That seems right. He's a big he's fucking a cat. <laughs> big fucking pussy. Does he? Is his wife a dog? It's probably yeah. Yep. Pete's ex or something. Oh, I feel wait, like she has dog ears. Peg? Is it Peg? Peg? Yeah. Is she a dog? Peg? Uh, I don't... Yeah, Peg. Is it probably what he likes. Peggy? Peg and, and Pistol is their daughter. Pistol, yeah. <laughs> but isn't that the name of a flower? Pistol? I thought they had a son. Yeah. They do have a son, PJ. It's a gun. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I knew know. that. <laughs> oh, no. But I feel like Pistol is also the name of a flower. Hold on, I'm looking it up. It has to do with their, like, um... It's the O... Ovule producing part of the flower. Ovule producing. Ovule. Oh, ovaries. Yeah. <laughs> the ovaries of the flower. Fuck yeah, that's I my love favorite part. That. So she's flowers either named after a Glock or the reproductive system of a flower. So let's, so let's get into this. Let's get into this fucking movie. So yeah. We got yes. Yeah, thanks, Kaylee, for gathering all that information. Yeah, of course. She's worked so hard. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. Um, Good work, really. Yeah, no, you did work really hard, and like, thank you for all that. That's awesome. Um, but in terms of like first impressions, like obviously we're not going to give our rating yet. But Kaylee, uh, how how did you feel? How did you feel about this movie? 
Rewatching it just this most recent time? Yeah. Okay. I loved it. I thought that Jasmine's character was amazing. I loved how she wasn't afraid to stand up for herself and speak her mind and put her foot down. And she put herself first, you know. And um, I also... We love a strong female character in yes, a Disney movie. Yes, love a good strong female character. Because it's not too... Not too common unless we're talking about Disney princess yeah. movies. I was, I was about to say she's probably a favorite of like a lot of the Disney princesses. One because she's a bad bitch, but also just because like you know if you think about Snow White, dumb bitch like Cinderella. No, yeah, they wanted to she's make not her. A dumb uh, bitch, but, you know, she's not like powerful. a super like strong. You know. Absolutely. But she stood her ground. She was also the first non-Caucasian Disney prisoner, pr- princess. Really? Okay, yeah. That's, that makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. That adds up. So, let's get into this movie. Um, so, the film starts with, uh, like we discussed before, the street peddler. And he's got all these items up for sale. And one of those items that he has for sale is a lamp. There's an, It's the immediate fourth wall break. Um, yeah, he's talking. Movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I loved it. I don't know why. I just enjoyed that. And like when the camera hit him in the face, that was he's a very like, funny come moment. closer. And then it smashes against his face. It was just per- I just loved it. Fourth I, wall break is something that I just, I just I love. Me you know? too. And uh, I feel like that was one of those moments that I could hear like the theater laughter. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I love those type of moments where it's like you know the theater laughed at that part, uh, and I can hear it. As I'm watching. Robin Williams' voice, just like, it's perfect to begin with him, too, because he just entrances you. Oh, yeah, it's a great way yeah. to bring you in. And he improved a, a huge amount of the lines. Like, they gave him, like, the basis of talk about this, but, like, yeah. say what you want. And then they just went and picked their favorite recording. He's a comedic genius. Once we get to essentially just the next scene is when we meet Aladdin. Yeah, the next scene is then Aladdin... The diamond, or no, the next no. So not that's not the next scene. The next scene is Jafar. We don't actually meet a lot. We meet Jafar before we meet Aladdin. Do we? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because they, he takes that. Yeah, he takes that old the old old guy to the cave of wonders. The fucking uh, the thief. The, right. What do you say? I'm a noble thief. That's mm-hmm. what he called himself for that tiger sand thing. Um, well, what they were, what the cave was really looking for in that sense was they were looking for someone who stole because they had to, and and were not selfish. They didn't steal like more than they needed. They so Aladdin to. was like the one who could go into the cave because he only stole to eat, right. and he was willing to give the food he stole mm-hmm. to away to those who need it more. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why the cave deemed him and a noble thief, worthy, quote unquote. Like, yeah, he is, but, like, he's just, like, mostly a diamond. He's just poor. Because, like, literally, when you meet Aladdin, it's just, like, these just hoes just are, like, gawking at him. (laughs) (laughs) Hella milfs be loving Aladdin. And that's what was happening. Except for there was one that was, like, angry for no reason. She was the big... The big busty the, one. The, the giant guys. bitch. Yeah. There's something that, about his parents and shit in the song. Like mm-hmm. how they were. Maybe losers. his parents, maybe because he hasn't got up. So yeah, 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 yes. And that, yeah, so we're starting off with a great song too here in that mm-hmm. scene as well. So I guess that. So I guess we'll wrap up the first. So the scene with uh, Jafar. So there's this uh, gold scarab beetle uh, that reminded us a lot of Moon Knight for those that have seen that. Uh, and uh, putting them together, the beetle flies off before causing the 
uh, Cave of Wonders to appear, which is a giant tiger's head, which I made note of the fact that this was a uh, CGI tiger's head. So there's mm-hmm. there was a little bit of mixture of CGI within this hand-drawn animation, which I don't know if you noticed. Um, this uh, This cave being one of them. And also, whenever um, Jafar or uh, Aladdin is uh, running through the town, and uh, no, it's, it's is it when they're on the magic carpet. Yeah, it's when, when they're flying the on the magic carpet yeah. and they're going through all the. Yeah, and also it was uh, written that uh, the carpet himself was one of the first computer animated characters in a feature film, so it was like really the beginning of non-drawn. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I don't know about, I know the Great Mouse Detective features some CGI in that clock scene at the end, but I don't know how many other Disney uh, movies involved any CGI prior to this besides Great Mouse, excuse me, Detective. Um, so Jafar uh, instructs uh, the thief Gazim to enter uh, the cave and retrieve the lamp. Jafar wants this lamp. Um... Gazim uh, enters, but it bites down on him uh, because he's not worthy to enter. Uh, Jafar then realizes uh, that he needs um, to find the true diamond in the rough, and then this man Gazim just straight up gets murked. Right? Just <laughs> die. Yeah, they, 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 they literally never say anything about it again. They yeah, no, yeah, he's no, dead. He's <laughs> he died. Well, and then Jafar discovered that he needed Aladdin by stealing the diamond ring from the Sultan. Correct, yes. And then he, um, Jafar is actually, like, he's a sorcerer and an alchemist. Yes. So he has, like, he taught himself magic, basically. Yeah. Um, so he used that diamond and his sorcery to find the diamond in the rough, Aladdin. And so it showed him who to look for. And how did he get a hold of the ring? He used his snake staff, which is one of his, like, beacons of magical power. It's, like, one of the ways he can use it. Yes, that's what he uses to hypnotize the sultan into agreeing with whatever he says and just going along with it. And he used that, the snake, to steal the ring from him. To which he then hunted down Aladdin into the in the great scene. Yeah. So yeah. So we're uh, yeah. Before I get into that, we're not we're not meeting a rookie villain here. We're meeting someone who is experienced in the art of villainry. Like he has been yes. at this for a minute. We're not we're not meeting Jafar at the beginning of his scheme with the Sultan. We're meeting him about the middle of it. He like which is interesting off the rip. You know that Jafar is a fucking dickhead. Oh like, yeah, off of the fucking jump. Like, there's like, no question about it. Yes. <laughs> like it's hard. Like to me, like I see Jafar as one of the straight up, just overtly obvious evil villains of all of just Disney. Just because he's straight bad. Yeah, you yeah. Gr- you can group him in with like the Cruella Deville and, and Maleficent. Maleficent. So <laughs> funny enough that you say that. His animator was Andreas uh, Deja or Deja. Andreas, maybe. Andreas, okay, something. <laughs> and she was greatly influenced by Maleficent when creating the when creating Jafar. She she wanted the long cloak, the pet I side, can see it. the pet side character or sidekick, the staff. 
Um, and she like a also male Maleficent. She also designed Jafar's face to resemble a mask because he spends so much of his time masking his true emotions. Like he's constantly seeming as this calm Ooh. presence when behind his in his head he's scheming. He's like he's has this hu- these huge plots of taking over everything. I but like he just that. seems like a calm advisor, you know. Right. But you still get the bad vibes yeah. because Disney decided to make the color scheme for the movie. Red is bad, blue is good. Yeah. Oh, you can see that too. Okay. I mean, obviously, with the, you know, once we get there towards the end of the movie and with stuff. With like uh, mm-hmm. red, yeah, no, you're right. We'll get into that. Um, so, yeah, we're on the streets of Agrabah in the next scene, and we meet Aladdin finally. And I, I wonder how many uh, other Disney uh, movies where we met the villain before we met the hero. Do you think this is the first one? Even the newer days movies, like say say Tangled, for example, you meet Mother Gothel before you meet Rapunzel. Yeah, that's true. I'm yeah, that's the only other one I could think of. I'm trying to think of other examples. I like... just am so familiar with that movie. It's my favorite. <laughs> so anyway, so we're on the streets of Agrabah, and Aladdin wants a loaf of bread. He wants to eat, and he has his uh, best friend Abu, who is a little pet monkey of his, with him, and. These guards are trying to catch him for being a thief. He stole this loaf of bread. He's being chased all around the streets of Agrabah. During so during the this whole fiasco when he steals the bread and the guards are chasing after him, the street rat shit's going on, right? All I could think of was I just Iron Sheik. (laughs) I needed that for some reason. I just wish that they would have. Incorporated just him, like just an animated version of all the Iron Sheik in there. Yes, I just needed that because, like, it was it wasn't even the guards; it was the people selling the shit. That I was like, oh fucking! For some reason, I just keep thinking of that guy. You know, Man. you guys are all jabronis and shit. <laughs> that would have been a great little thing to throw in there. We also wrote down during that song about the dude that was laying on the bed of nails for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like so all they're all they're all like um, extreme artists, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And they're walking on they're walking on hot coals. He's putting a sword right. down his throat. Exactly. Yeah. And there's even the whole moment where doesn't he make him swallow that one guy swallow the fire? Yeah, and he I think burps he like, up a fireball. Mm-hmm. That was very. Uh, funny. It was no, that's Jasmine. Jasmine, that's when she. Oh, was. that's when Jasmine's in town. That's right. Yeah. So. We really meet Aladdin, and we find out quickly that he's a good guy. He gives this bread uh, that he got uh, after getting away from the guards uh, away to these two little uh, homeless uh, children in a great act of kindness. So we establish Aladdin very quickly as, like, this character who has a big heart and someone who he's misunderstood. Yes, that's what... Getting to know the hero of the story has got to be, like, my favorite part of just stories you know like the buildup of them because they never your hero is never perfect that's mm-hmm. the whole point of the fucking story is to go through adversity to be somebody that you didn't think you could be that's literally the whole point of every story basically. exactly and it's just so i just love the whole time watching that man you like you said you feel for him like mm-hmm. he is stealing but he's stealing because he's fucking hungry and then as soon as he sees somebody else that needs it more than him he gives it away mm-hmm. Abu is a fucking dick, and he, he was like, yeah. Well, um, he eventually came. Eventually, in. yeah, we took a bite out of it first. Yeah. yeah. He, 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 looked greedy. <laughs> he was too excited. But can you blame him? He hella, he's hella greedy. 
We learn that as we go along yeah. in the movie. No, he causes a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And next we meet the Sultan, then we meet his daughter Jasmine, Princess Jasmine. And this man, the Sultan, which he does not have a first name, um, he's just the Sultan. <laughs> um, he really wants his fucking daughter to get married. Like, he's like, bitch, you need to get married because I could die lot. any day. And I need my successor. The and the law. Yeah, Kaylee, you can you can go ahead and spill that. The law says that his daughter has to be married to a prince. Um, and the, it's like... Is it by her birthday or something? Yeah, by her 16th birthday, I want to say. Or 18th birthday. I hope Probably, it's it might eight. be 18th God, birthday. God, I hope it's 18th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't she supposed to be a lot... Like, very significantly younger. Well, like, so, in the original story. Probably. I'm not yeah, it, yeah. The whole movie was loosely based on Aladdin from this old, old, old folktale of... in. It was a folktale in a storybook type thing called 1001 Nights. And so that story okay, was so taken it's, out so of Aladdin's that book the, okay. and based off... Uh, and Aladdin was based off of that story. Got it. So, like for example, the princess in that in that book, the book of Aladdin, her name is literally like, I'm gonna butcher this, but it's Bad Rule Bador, Princess Bad Rule Bador. Yeah, I can see why they changed the Jasmine. No disrespect, obviously. Like that's very like probably a Middle Eastern. Very, yeah, exactly. But like mm-hmm. in terms of like trying to think of something catchier that us whites can remember. <laughs> <laughs> you know, probably a smart lazy, marketing decision yeah right probably a smart marketing decision on disney's behalf yeah uh i think the sultan's a good dad but kind of a shitty sultan like can't you change the laws if you're the sultan uh, let me find that out later he so, let it he, there's a fucking tiger with his kid <laughs> that's what and i got it right <laughs> There's a fun fact. Wait, there's... I have, I have a fun fact, okay? okay? Go ahead. <laughs> so you can fucking... Like, tigers, you cannot... Like, you can't, like... Um, you can kind of tame a tiger. Kind of. Like, a lion, you can almost domesticate. Okay. In a way, because it's like a... Yeah, I've seen people hugging up on lions. Because they're, like, they're communal creatures anyway. They roll right. with the pride, they all that shit. Tigers, no. Tigers, you can tame them. Because like, they're, they're hunters. They're the real kings of the jungle, aren't if they? You, okay, yeah, so a tiger will beat the fuck out of a lion. Yeah. yeah. If you turn your back on a tiger, it will kill you. Do you want to know Every time. the backstory to Raja then? Like, yeah, do you want to know yeah, how Raja became about? Yeah. I did, in fact, find that information. There's backstory. You're the best. <laughs> I love so, you. So, it's actually so cute. I It makes me want to cry. Let me find it. <laughs> I do love Raja. He's the best, like... So... He's such a sweetie. The best pet that you could... It was said that Raja was a cub born and raised in the circus, in the traveling circus. And so the circus came to... What's the name of the town? Agrabah. Agrabah. And uh, Raja escaped. And you want to know who let him out? Who? Abu. Really? Who also... Was in a circus of con thieves. 
It wasn't, I don't, it wasn't the same circus, but like they were, he was in another circus and he was like the thief, the pickpocket group of the thing. We'll get get into that later. They're coming from like a group of smart animals. Right. So Raja, he escaped, he came out, he found Jasmine. Jasmine immediately thought that he was a gift from her mother who's passed away, who's gone because her mother used to tell her these stories when she was a child about uh, Raja who, who was believed to be a spiritual, or wait, Raja, who was believed to be the star, star tiger, basically. Like, he, what was this whole folktale thing, and whenever Jasmine was sad, she would look to the stars and to think about her mom and everything. And so she thought that, it yeah, that Raja was sent to her. And so when the sultan found out, he bought Raja from the circus and let her keep him. So he was already okay. tamed from the circus, from you know? literally growing from a baby to an adult in the circus. I know how so much extra information that. that would, or how much extra runtime that would add to the plot, but like, I would have been perfectly cool with a two hour runtime if we got more development like that on screen. Right. I would have loved to know stuff like that. I mean, I know Raja's not like a character that's like, it comes down to it and we're like, What's the deal with Raja? But, like, still, you know, like, I, I think that stuff like that is, like, they don't, you would, you if Aladdin was made in this day and age, you wouldn't see details like that being excluded from a Disney movie. Disney's gotten to the point now where they're, like, nah, every oh, detail is yeah, in there, you know? Sure. What were you going to say, Small Town? Um, I don't necessarily remember totally what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I do know that... In every fucking movie, there every time there's a princess, she always has to like bitch about the fact that she's a princess. I hate it. I hate that I'm a princess. Well, Jasmine was getting screwed. Fucked up. Like, kind she of. wasn't allowed. She was not allowed to li- leave the palace walls. Okay, she literally didn't ha- have any friends rather than Raja. She was being forced to marry someone based on their. Like what they bring to the yeah, table. Yeah, she's not being who they were. having her life very controlled. I don't life. know. I she got out made. of the fucking palace pretty goddamn easy. Yeah, so they made in they made in the That's movie. Fair. You only see one scene, but in the Disney wiki, it was talking about how she regularly left the palace and was traveling was to surrounding towns, <laughs> trying to cloak. learn. And that's how she met Aladdin was when she was traveling to these towns. So they're just they were just focusing in on one of her specific one of her trips, like thing, making it seem like she's running away for good, but she really just be sneaking out. I get what you mean because it's like, oh no, all these men want to marry me, but at the same time, she's kind of being forced to do right, that. Right. I definitely get where you you can be put off by the fact that you're being forced to talk to these dudes or whatever. There ain't no fucking way a bunch of princes are coming over and not one of them's cool. Not one. I mean, we got to see Prince Alibaba and he was literally about to whip those orphan children in the middle of the parade. Which, I have to say, how the fuck do you catch a whip? Yeah, I know. He literally caught that with his arm. How the fuck do you catch a whip? (laughs) (laughs) He said, no. Yeah, he just stuck his hand in the, uh-uh, like what? (laughs) No, dude, not how like whips not, work. Got, <laughs> Indiana Jones would have been taken down in the first movie. That was the case. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Jasmine's all upset, and rightfully so. And uh, she decides to run away, and she uh, she meets Aladdin. And um, they're starting to get chased down by the guards, right? Does that happen yet? Or no? So then uh, Jafar... Um, has that diamond ring now, and that's when he discovers the identity of Aladdin. And then 
Um, I think we find out too. Like I don't know if we know at first that Jafar works for the Sultan. I don't think that we know. We that don't know first. that initially. We find Until, that out. Like, this yes exactly yeah. whenever we see him get the possession the of the ring, ring and everything yeah. that's when we're made aware that and that's he is when the sultan mentions that uh, uh jafar is his most trusted advisor right exactly because he's been brainwashed into believing that he right. is and that's where i i had i was like how the fuck does this guy like he because he's just so obviously bad yeah. he's so obviously <laughs> evil he's just scheming bro you and can so, see it in his eyes I just, like i really was like how the fuck does this guy work for the, the i put the king because i'm an idiot the sultan <laughs> and then immediately after having that thought putting on paper he does the mind control thing i'm like okay so that guy so that, never mind he has mind control and then i then that's when i was like he might be the most just straight up evil guy like of of the villains he just might be the most in evil the history villain. of ever it just something about him is just honestly all, all of it is bad. There is not one like there's not like a shed of like. Do you know? Who maybe I should me? do better. He reminds me of Princess Scar. Oh. That too, but the I guy from up. Princess Oh, uh, the Cecilia. Yeah. yeah. Um, in deleted scenes, it's actually implied that he was so negative because he grew up impoverished and was bullied by the people of Agrabah. Okay. Okay. So he so has. He's a, he's, um, this is what I mean. He, he has a vendetta. Right. There wasn't enough backstory. Backstory. You right. have to Isn't give us. They just introduced characters like, "Hey, this dude's 26. You don't need to worry about the last 26 years. He's here now." Yeah. It's like that's great, but now we get into conversations like this, and it's like, "Hey, we have questions." Yeah, and I like has answers apparently, yeah. but like we don't know that. Unless we don't we see him in the movie. Is yeah. it also it's, it's, second? The second one is it because it's the Return of Jafar, right? Does it give any backstory? Well, I don't know because I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen it in so long. I, like, it'll but be, that's that'll something be... we get into when we talk about like the second one. Fair enough. Um, and I get such from Aladdin. I get like a just a Simba vibe. Like I just do the whole time. I was getting Simba and then Scar from Jafar. That's what I felt like. The yeah, whole this time. is very like human. It's just the kid. bubbly, like fucking. He just seems like a carefree, like a good kid, just kind of stupid, you know? Mm-hmm. And then Jafar's just a fucking piece of shit, you know? Think about it, Abu's like his uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Like he's just like, a little more carefree, eat the bread, don't give it to the kids. <laughs> Timon and Pumbaa would never, or maybe Pumbaa, but Timon ain't ever giving Pumbaa his would talk, no. Yeah, Pumbaa would talk <laughs> Timba, uh, Timon into fucking giving him their food. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So, I guess now would be a good time to say this. And, uh, Funny enough that we were talking about how Jafar is. Initially, before the final treatment, as they say, of the script, Jafar was portrayed as loud, easily agitated, and prone to tantrums. Um, And then Iago was going to be the calm sidekick. And they realized that that wasn't going to work. They made the right Um, call. Yeah, Yeah, that they needed to reverse That would have been annoying as fuck. This would have been a very uh, Prince John Sir His situation. Right, they thought that Jafar would seem way more intimidating and scary if he was the calm one. And he did. So they went a little bit deeper with that, saying that Jafar... um, Well, I guess I'll start with Jafar purchased Iago... In is he a circus animal too? No, he was bought from. It's called the bazaar, and it's basically just a marketplace or yeah. a shop. Yeah, I've heard that term. Um, and so it's never been confirmed whether or not Iago knew Iago knew how to speak before, or if Jafar experimented okay. on him with his alchemy and everything. But that's probably likely. 
they if you say was at the bizarre, right? That means that they're like it's crazy, out of fucking place objects as well. Well, I think well that bizarre, might it's a different Arabic version of bizarre. Bizarre. This version of bizarre is B A Z A A R. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. So, so it's, it's not, not English word. Okay. Yeah, it's not um, the English version of bizarre that we know of. But it's they say that Jafar implemented all of his emotions into Iago to leave him free of distractions and more able to conjure magic. So basically, Iago's the loud one that has all of Jafar's like inside thoughts. That's not confirmed though. It's but just that's like, what's shown. It's in the movie, like his anxiety, like in the back of his head. Right, like, like Iago's the voice that Jafar doesn't. Uh, okay, so then Iago we had some smart ideas though too. No, yeah, he's definitely his own like. He had his own mind right. and everything, but he was under a lot of influence from right. Jafar. Um, and under stress. Under a lot of stress as yeah. well. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. So <laughs> Jasmine runs into Aladdin because Jasmine kind of steals something on accident because she doesn't really know how shit works, apparently, when you grow up being the princess and it's super miserable. You don't have to pay for things. Uh, so she just gives an apple to a kid, and then they just straight up try to chop her hand off. Yeah, yeah just right away. In no, the because market. that's the punishment that's for stealing for in, sure. in third countries and, and the, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, like Saudi like Arabia that. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but we're going to do it in the market. To teach a lesson, everybody else yeah. watching. Don't you steal from me, you're off your hands. <laughs> right here in the middle of the goddamn market. Blood coated kiwi. Even though I probably didn't have kiwi in that market. But. Something about blood-coated kiwi. That sounds like that's my high school band, <laughs> like my like a garage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be like a grunge band. Kiwi. High school, kiwi. Yeah. yeah, high school garage band. <laughs> they run off, and Aladdin shows her. They have a moment. His house. Yeah, they're about to get a little smoochy smooch on kind mm-hmm. of deal. Oh, shows yeah. her the view of her house, is what it is, and then they kind of have the moment of like, well, we're both so. Alone, and we're both so attractive, and both the main characters were in kiss, yeah. Yeah, and then old fucking old Mr. Goofy's neighbor, (laughs) Razul. This is an important part though, because they jump and he says, Do you trust me? and that comes full circle, yeah. It does the same thing when she's getting on the carpet, which also she's like, Show. Yeah, I, I know, know you, you. I cannot <laughs> wait to get into that here in a little bit. Definitely shows how smart Jasmine yeah. is. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, she hey, she's no. so smart. Very All the other intelligent. Disney princesses are just like low IQ. Uh, Pocahontas, pretty. except Pocahontas. She was after pretty this. And <laughs> yeah. they, were, they were both after this though, so I feel like Disney princesses just advanced as time yeah, went along. I agree. Jasmine was like the first. Well, it kind of got to a point where like you can't really just portray women as. Stupid anymore because right. they're not, right? <laughs> you know, and like they've become like loud enough to where they're like, "Hey, don't fucking call us stupid because we're not." So Disney's, like, and I, I think that's sure. something I liked about this movie too was all of Jasmine's problems didn't simply rely on the like men problems. You know, like that wasn't her all her worries. She also worried about having a life outside of the walls. She wasn't even necessarily worried about getting married. You know, she didn't even necessarily want that. So I think that was something that was very cool um, and different because a lot of other Disney princess movies prior to this mainly focused on, oh, this girl wants this guy, you know, like, and they didn't really have any conversations throughout the movie that didn't involve them talking about said guy. Literally what makes me so mad about Cinderella is 
she goes to the ball, the prince sees her, he's like, oh, they dance, and then it's just like, okay, yeah, I'll marry you now, after just dancing yeah. for, like, 30 minutes, and then she runs away. And That's then he's Disney still movie wants- logic for you, yeah. They just all follow yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah, it's all just crazy. It's super quick love. And yes. that's, so they jump, they jump, you trust me? Yes, they jump. Yep. They jump into somewhere like some sand shit. I don't really remember. Yeah, they like How did they even, through. oh, we, we were wondering how they oh, even yeah, fucking they fell, survived they this. They fell through like an awning and then landed yeah, in a bunch of and, hay and or some shit. Sand, was it sand? Was it sand? It was either sand or hay. Yeah, or it was something, something like that would have broke their fall. Right. They definitely would have been fucked they, up. Yeah, they definitely would have been way more injured. They the just, tiger yeah. would have killed Jasmine before she would have got to that true. point anyway. True, 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 so, true. so just Disney. Yeah. He was just appreciated they saved him from the circus. And then is that when they catch him right after that? Yeah, like, yeah, she's like, unhand him. I'm yeah. Princess Jasmine and all that. He's like, sorry, but I can't. Jafar, Jafar. Yeah. And, and Aladdin is absolutely stunned, by the way. He's like, oh, shit. Princess. Like, princess. I, I was about to fucking put it down on a princess. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he was at. Because there was like, dude, they got, they had some eye contact in the movie that was like just straight up. Sexual, like, yeah. like oh, y'all are trying to fuck, like yeah, now. For sure. Uh, and so then they tell, so Jasmine runs back to the fucking Sultan and like, hey, Jafar's being a piece of shit, right? No, he, no, she goes and tells Jafar, mm-hmm. hey, let go of this dude, and he says, Saws, you know, I'm Saws. He's dead. Killed him. <laughs> it's already yeah, done. Jafar is straight up alive. He's a <laughs> yeah. liar. He's an evil piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, they said he decapitated him. Yeah, he said he yeah. beheaded him. Yeah, oh. so yeah, just yeah, dead. So Jasmine's out. under the impression that this guy's just straight up fucking murked, dead, right. gone. But um, and she's pissed. But Jafar had known that Aladdin was the diamond. In exactly. The he found that out. Within that whole time period of us seeing Aladdin meet Jasmine. So he knows about Aladdin now. So that's why he's keeping making Jasmine believe that he's dead. Because he's about to use Aladdin. And he believes he's about to kill him anyway. So So they throw Aladdin in jail. They got him locked up. And here comes this old fucking... Terrifying. You know, which I had forgotten about, but Kaylee very quickly was like, Isn't that Jafar? And I was like, Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Jafar. I didn't know. I fucking, I did not know that until I watched that again when I was like 17. You didn't catch on to that? I was like, That was Jafar? Jesus Christ. So he comes in talking about, like, I got riches. And he shows him some diamonds or rubies or whatever. He's like, And I can show you. But I need I need you because I'm old as fuck and you got a strong back and a nice fat ass. <laughs> and uh, Jafar really is really smart, you know. Like everything he that he's is, laid out he's is a like psychopath. Psychopaths do no, that. yeah. He's literally strategic. labeled as a psychopath. They're and strategic, that's, and that's why in real life villains always win. Like let's just be honest. Yeah, like true. the guy Don't doing trying to do the good thing dies every time. Yeah. He die, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and so they take him out. He's under the the context of I'm the old guy. I if I you get me this thing, you're about to be rich as shit. So he takes him out to the tiger's mouth, right? Go ahead. <laughs> takes him out to the tiger's mouth. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. The cave of wonders. Is Tells him the cave of wonders. Yeah. That sounds tiger, like a porno shop. The tiger oh says, God. "Hey, 
You go in there and you get the lamp, right? No, he says. You come mm-hmm. in here, you get one thing, you get the lamp, you don't, don't touch, touch nothing anything. fucking else. Yep. They go down there and he goes they goes up there and that's when we meet the rug. Carpet. Yeah, yeah. Carpet. And it's fu- when he was like when it was tiptoeing, bro. It was so funny. And yeah, very funny. <laughs> the amount of emotion that they had a in a piece carpet. Of carpet show was incredible. Mm-hmm. This thing did not have a face. No it voice. Reminds me of Doctor Strange's cape. I could see that a yes, lot. Yeah, that is a good. I've character. never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> That's next. We'll worry about that farther down the line. Uh, but. They, we introduced the carpet. They had their exchange. Yeah, you, you come with us. You help us carpet? out, or whatever the fuck. Oh, but this is not before. This is uh, after Abu decides to not heed old man slash Jafar's well, advice, right? No, this no, is this is before. Oh, this first. is before. Yes, okay, because, okay, they meet carpet first because okay. so then Aladdin sees the fucking old. Old oh, man. What? No, the fucking. What is the? Genie? Oh, the lamp. The lamp. The lamp. Sorry, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I was skipping ahead. Yeah. So he meant the lamp. And the lamp. <laughs> uh, Abu sees a fat, a fat ruby yeah. jewel thing. Yeah. And the carpet and him are like fucking fighting it out. Right? <laughs> yeah, because the carpet sees what Abu's trying to do over here. Abu, straight up bitch move by him. Honestly, like yo, the guy told you. Which if you would have listened, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. But. Like I told you, you just give me the lamp, all this other shit's yours. Just don't touch nothing. Mm-hmm. Fucking monkey, dude. Goes and touches some shit, right? It wasn't a, like, monkey figure statue holding hands. the ruby. I thought it was just hands. Or was it just hands? I think it was just yeah. hands. okay. I feel like there was a monkey statue somewhere else. I feel on. like it, it was. wasn't like this. It was like this. I, that doesn't yeah, it was, just, it was. It was. I think it was just hands. No, no, no but, one cares. Um, yeah. <laughs> visual podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, one day. Would would telling the backstory of carpet be a good time now? Yeah. Go ahead. Though. Okay. So, carpet was created a thousand years ago, and like on when when this movie came out, he was created a thousand years ago by a legendary sorcerer named I'm not going to pronounce this right, Curia. Kuria, who created a hundred different magic carpets, and on his deathbed, he sent them all out to go find their masters. And carpet ended up in the Cave of Wonders, trapped with genie for the next thousand years until they were discovered by um, Aladdin. Interesting. And so that's why Carpet was a little nervous at first, but then eventually attached to Aladdin because he basically picked his master, you know. So as soon as Abu grabs that fucking piece of rock that's shiny, the whole thing starts to fucking just crumble into turns pieces. Turns into lava. It all turns into lava. Yeah, it shit goes wrong. And like quick. you gotta wonder, Jaf- or not Jafar, Aladdin has grown up in in the desert. You know, he's probably never seen lava or anything no. like that. <laughs> so he's probably like, like hell hey, is yo. opening up for real yeah. right now. Um, but thank God the carpet can fly. You know. So they, he gets them all, all sorts of in a better spot. Mm-hmm. And then a rock hits them, I think, right? Yeah. They get up and then mm-hmm. a rock. It like holds them down. Yeah. It pins the pins them down. Aladdin's fucking hanging. Help me. Help me. <laughs> it's a classic mo- uh, moment in the movie where it's like they're about to fall. Lion King-esque yeah. fucking yeah. movie. Okay. This movie did come out. This movie did come out 
what, two years after this movie? Their Lion King came out two years after Aladdin, right? Aladdin came out in 92? 94. I pretty, I think it's... Lion King came out in Or is it the other way around? A Lion King came out in 92 and this one came out in 94? No, this one is 92. This one's... Not, so, Aladdin, so Lion King came out two years after this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it uh, so that that may that so may the, add up to why there's so many parallels. Well, that means that Scar. That means that Jafar isn't Scar. That means Scar is Jafar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what that means. Right. Um. Whatever. Help me, help me. No, I need the lamp. For some reason, Aladdin's like. I mean, that's kind of a weird thing to be asking for right now. But here, <laughs> okay, but here, yeah, here you go. So he takes it, and then he's like, "Fuck you. <laughs> you're you're done. you're done. That's all your shit, or whatever the fuck." So. Then that's when a boot does a boot pull up. Then, yeah, he yeah, came out yeah, of yes. nowhere he, and jumped around Jafar and fucked yeah. with him. Yeah, so yeah. he he grabs the uh, he grabs the lamp. Yeah, he grabs yeah, we don't know that. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't see, see it. it. We don't know that we yet. Know yeah, fucked him up. Yeah, yeah we he, see like, him jump on him, but we don't see him grab the lamp. Yeah, fucks with him, pulls his fucking shirt over his head or whatever the fuck, and then they yeah. like fall back down because he gets pushed essentially. Exactly, and that's when you fucking. You're like, oh shit! It's a lamp. Look yeah, carpet fuck. like sheltered them or something from like the rocks falling. Carpet saves how... them from death multiple times oh, within this yeah. five minute span of <laughs> shit going on. Because I had Abu is a bitch for touching that jewel. That's what I wrote here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the next thing I wrote was psych. Abu is a G. Because I, as soon as he caught that shit, <laughs> like, yeah, nah, he really about it. And then Aladdin said one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard in my life. He called. Um, Jafar, a two-faced son of a jackal. And I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, they could have picked literally anything else because that doesn't make any what sense. What is a jackal? jackal. A jackal's I, a dog. Yeah, it, but it's like a wild dog. Yeah, like a dingo. Like similar, yeah, to a, a dingo what or a coyote. Son of a jackal. jackal. So I guess that's like the male version of son of a bitch. Son of a fucking jackal. Oh, I get I guess that makes more sense. Oh, then. wow. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I didn't. I never think of bitch as dog. Like, right. No, that's not the first that thing That makes total mind. sense. I wouldn't have thought of that either. Damn, that's crazy. I'm that wrote that down. Then we meet... I don't want. I'm not going to say the most important character of the whole of the whole movie. Maybe the most Aladdin memorable, obviously, is. But yes, the the most notable character of oh, the whole. The fucking jackals G. are known as tricksters. Oh really? Yes. Okay. Mm, Two faced son of a jackal. Yep. Okay, I like that. We meet the genie, and uh, he pops out and stretching. He's he feels good to be out of this fucking lamp. Oh, he's, he's been in there so for a thousand years. I don't. I don't know. Years can give you such a crick in the neck. <laughs> I don't know what the time period is of this movie specifically, but I do know that it's probably fucking old, old, old. Yeah. Because there's a sultan, right? And yes. no cars. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> like the those are your two notable things. At least the wheel wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, the fucking genie is just doing like. Super modern shit. So that's one thing I wrote to, down too, bro. Uh, yeah, the fucking genie is conjuring stuff that hasn't even been invented yet. <laughs> um, I, I wish we wrote it, would have wrote down specific examples, but I feel like a car was a part of that, or maybe a cell phone. No, yeah, definitely a car, car yeah. microphone. Yeah, microphone. Disney at the end, he puts on the the ears like he's gonna he go does, to. Well, yes, he does that, and he also conjures uh, Sebastian. He pulls him the out. Fucking, yeah. yeah, we get a little Sebastian cameo. Yes, and there's a Pinocchio reference too thrown in there as well. Oh, when he uh, he says, "I'm gonna let you out," or "I'm yeah. gonna give you your freedom," he puts Pinocchio face on, and then fucking man, exactly grows his nose. 
I loved when he was given his rules, he said, I can't bring any, well, his rules were, I can't make anybody fall in love with you. Um, you can't revive the dead. Can't, can't, yeah, you can't yeah, wish can't for bring, more wishes. Can't wish for more wishes. That was the first one. Yes. I can't make me fall in love with you. Can't and bring anyone back, back from the dead. I can't bring anyone back from the dead. But here's the thing, is that he said, I can't bring people back from the dead. And then right after said, it's gross and I don't like doing it. So, so he, he can. can. He could. He, he just doesn't only, want to. He can only bring back their body, not their soul. Right. So, so they would be bringing back a, zombie. a dead yeah. body. A zombie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he can. He just, he is being truthful. He can do it. He's just not actually bringing them back. It's right. just a, it's just just a the bag body. of flesh. Yeah. Right. If and there's then, even any flesh left. Aladdin fucking just bamboozles the genie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is... I don't oh my well, God. Yeah. This, this ended is the, up getting him, though, like, if you really think about it. How so? Because, so, I guess, he ends up tricking the genie into proving his abilities and getting them out of the little cave they were stuck in, right? Um, and it didn't technically count as one of his wishes, but Jeannie was like, no more, like, sneaking around it, no more excuses, nothing like that. So, later on in the movie, once Jafar's thrown him in the water, uh, uh, Jeannie has to use the him forcing Aladdin to save Yeah, but does Jeannie. that screw him, babe? Because well, I, I, I don't, okay, maybe not necessarily screws him, but it counts as his it second almost, wish. It yeah, he so needed that. He, he needed that to count as his second wish, though, and more importantly, Genie needed it because had Aladdin not tricked him to begin with, his life saving would have counted as his third wish, and therefore Genie wouldn't have been freed. Because his second wish was to be a prince. His second wish would have been to be a prince if his first wish I would have mean, been to get out fair, of the cave. But if the whole thing was no exception, if if that wasn't a whole thing, then he would have gotten his three wishes. Some would argue that Genie kind of, in a sense. Screwed him over. That might be a little harsh, but because Aladdin wasn't conscious to physically ably make the wish. That's true. So they're like, why is it his second wish? But I, he I questioned that as well. tricked Jeannie. Right, so therefore you couldn't right. do it again. Um, so, yeah, this is the first... I feel like we've already established Aladdin's a good guy, good heart, but this is the first time we see like he's got a big brain, too. You know? For sure. And then, as soon as I get out, he knows what he wants. He wants to be Prince. Because he wants jazz. Yeah, he already met that bitch. He wants, oh, yeah, he he wants that shot. shot. He got a yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. thing for that shot. Uh. <laughs> and you know, you know, you got to know that he wants to be a Prince for like all the riches and all that he's shit. But it's, he's also wants to be a Prince so he can marry Jasmine. Yes. Because she has to marry I would say that's the law. biggest reason is because yes. he wants to marry her. Yes. And yeah, so, it doesn't really have anything to do with power or anything. Like he, doesn't, he doesn't really care about that. He doesn't wish for a bunch of wealth with his prince and Actually, title. the power scares him. He really just wants to be with Jasmine. Yeah, he just wants to be happy. He uh, he pulls up. You know the genie's got him fucking rolling deep, fresh as shit, bro. Oh, yeah. Straight the fuck up. Abu's a goddamn elephant. Uh, like, I don't know why. Also, fun fact, Abu in Egyptian means elephant. No way! Yeah, that's a funny little Easter egg. I guess you could probably call it. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it <laughs> made him a monkey. monkey. <laughs> that's like a monkey bit of foreshadowing. Elephant. I feel like that's a bit of foreshadowing too. Uh, it's a mix of irony and foreshadowing, and I like it. Okay, but so after 
they, they pull up to the fucking castle. You know, you know Jafar's looking like, what the Real. fuck? What the yeah. fuck's going on? Right. Because he was already thinking about like, well, if I make her marry me, mm-hmm. I will be the soul. Yeah. So he's right. he's conjured up this. Well, Iago gave plan. him that. He was about to do it. He even idea, closed the fucking he? door. He was about to hypnotize because they went up to Jasmine. Remember, they were like. She, the Sultan was like, "You are going to marry Jafar." He's <laughs> like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Hell no!" And she can tell she's. This is another instance of her not being no dumb fucking bitch. You know, she <laughs> is smart. She I can tell die. when her pops is not acting right. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so he's like, he tries to he tries to shut the door on the party that's rolling in. Tries to shut the door, and Abu is like. I'm an elephant. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. Pops open the door. Um, and then they get to start, they meet each other. Jasmine meet, well, doesn't want to meet him. Jasmine is very hesitant at first because he's another fucking prince and he can go fuck himself. Right. Can I make note about how great the Prince Ali song is? Yeah, no, that's right? pretty good. Yeah. It's a pretty fucking good song. Fun, fun, it's a fun musical number. Yes. And so she's obviously a little bit off put by him. She doesn't fuck with that shit. And she's been thinking about Aladdin. The right. Lady. The street rat. Not she, Ali. The street rat. She didn't catch his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's when you kind of get like the... Right? That's when they have all the kind of like the... Wait. Yeah. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Do you trust me? You know? All that shit comes into play where she starts to realize like, oh, fuck. Yeah. She this like, is so I don't know how I felt about all of this. Maybe the Jasmine stuff I'm a little more forgiving about because she's under the impression that this guy's dead, you know? So, Jafar, though, it's not like he looks different now. It's not like Aladdin's more muscular or got facial hair or something now. He's just he wearing a, a different... On. Yeah, he's got a hat on. He's got a fucking hat on. they also know Aladdin as a street rat. They know him as this common thief. But they never... They've never seen him with a huge, like... They ha- he has this whole parade and all these people and animals. I guess they have the element stuff. of surprise on their side. I guess they, for me, they would think if like, I, how did he? They would think how like how would he get all of that? You know. I guess for me, being under the impression that someone's dead, I wouldn't immediately think that someone that looks vaguely like them is that person immediately. But Jafar is aware of this lamp's magic. No. Yeah. So Jafar would be able to know that this lamp that he left, that he, he he's already aware that the lamp is gone. Right. So he knows that the lamp is probably still in that fucking cave where he left Aladdin to die. Right. So how does he not put two and two well, together? Well, pretty apprehensive uh, of, of yeah. him. I mean, like, no, he's he like, is. where are you from? Like, what what are you the prince of Don't questioning get, him? Right. He throws him in but the he would have been like that to anyone at that point because he was ready to marry yeah, Jasmine. Yeah, yeah. And then it was winded. All right, where are we? He finds from out here? pretty quickly. Like I thought he found yeah, out after Jasmine. He, I don't think he, they, he found out after Jasmine. Jafar saw the lamp in Aladdin's hat. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. So yeah. I just don't remember yeah. when did that happen. Yeah, but that was after he had been already thrown in the water. And wasn't he thrown in the water in his like mm-hmm. yes in nice stuff? Up. This is before he was thrown in the water before Jafar's like I know you're Aladdin. Well, he's he had his suspicions. Yes, so. he did, but still, I just don't like how the fuck do you not put two and two together quicker? They also never talked about the fact that he did say that he was dead. 
they never brought that up that she was like, well, you're, you're not dead? Like, true. you know, Nala That's did to true. Simba whenever he found yeah, her. Yeah, but sure, she did sure not she trust knew, Jafar. Right, yeah, she probably knew that Jafar It's also true. Yeah, she, yeah, exactly. She was probably already reading into the fact that Jafar is probably not being truthful about that as it is. Especially as time's going on and she's finding out more and more of how much a deceiver Jafar really, truly is. And this is... This is one of the parts where I I get like the I think no this I keep getting the fucking parts where they're back at the fucking palace all mixed up. So after Jasmine meets Prince Ali, she like is introduced to him. He says all the wrong things. She just thinks he's another stuck up snobby rich prince. So then she walks away, and then the Sultan puts his arm around Aladdin and walks down the hall, and he's like, "She'll come around eventually. Just nope. give her some time." Right. And so then the next scene is him showing up at the balcony on the carpet. Oh, okay. Yes. And Sultan's taken to Aladdin very quickly. He, he or Ali, he's he really fucks with this guy. Yeah. He thinks he's he thinks he's got the stuff. He says he says he's a great judge of character. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great ironic little yeah. one. Yeah. That was pretty hilarious. Yes, that was very funny. So then we lead into the carpet scene outside of her balcony. Um, where Genie is the little bee in Aladdin's ear, talking to him, hyping him funny. up, telling him everything to say. Um, that is one of the, what you were talking about earlier, small town, the, like, having sex with their eyes. That balcony scene yeah. was a huge part of that. Like, like she knew, a thing they talked about in the Disney wiki is Jasmine knew how to use sex appeal to her advantage. Like, she knew she was all that. And there were multiple examples of this oh, throughout yeah. the movie. Bar, which is yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like just then, I'm even, not even gonna fucking lie. No, honestly, <laughs> it was. It was like, kind of hot. I was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I, for some reason, have in my notes, uh, genie kind of thick though. It <laughs> <laughs> was like a part where she, he, like uh, turned into a woman, I believe. <laughs> yes, he did. That he was during the dance. That was when they, he was whenever Prince Ali was being introduced. He was there yeah. going to the city. He was one of the With chicks. The ladies. Yeah, kind of. Yes, uh, and he turned into Jack Nicholson at one point. <laughs> I swear to God. Man, that was, that was great because they just kind of let Robin Williams have some freedom with the. And then I also I don't oh, I God. never I don't understand why he lied. Oh, I, I, that frustrated me. We that, figured it out, though. That frustrated I, me a I lot. Did. Yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you get into that uh, in a sec. But that frustrated me a lot because it's like, bro, if you just be yourself, she are. She fucked with him already when he was a street rat. Yeah, she so already thing thought he was, was fucking. That he was embarrassed shit. that he didn't come from anything. He didn't think he was worthy of a princess like Jasmine, of a, of a woman of her stature, you know. So he thought he has to be this prince with this great background and all these good things to bring to the table because she wouldn't love him as a, as he was, even though she was falling for him that's in that I, first interaction. I felt like it was so, so that's when you obvious. wanted to just like punch him in the fucking face and be like, "Come on, bro, just tell the truth." Yeah. Literally. And then, and if she went from, and once he had like he was lying about I'm Prince whatever the fuck blah 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 kind of deal, and then he had kind of told her, well no I I am that guy, I'm the same dude. And then she got really happy. Towards the end, then she got though. fucking pissed that he lied to her about it yeah. again. And then he lied again because he's like, no, I just like to pretend to be. Yeah, poor. I pretend to go out into, and then he like. Tries to give her shit, being like, you can't talk shit because you did the same thing. You were out doing it too, yeah. yeah. 
But it's like, not, bro, you were just dug your grave a little deeper. And that's something that come. he just lied. He, there is a lot of lying from just, Aladdin. Yeah, that's his yes. flaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his biggest downfall is the fact that he keeps feeling the need to, um, what's the word I'm looking for, phrase I'm looking for, to um, self... Uh, Inflate, yeah, to self-inflate. Whenever she literally already liked him earlier, yeah. like he He's had just, no reason. He was just so insecure because everybody in Agrabah saw him saw him as a piece of trash. You know, they constantly were chasing him down and cursing I, at him and trying to get him. Like, you know, I don't know if it's so much thief. that. Sorry, yeah, I don't know if it's so much that he was worried about what Jasmine would think of him as much as he was worried if I reveal my true identity, I won't be able to marry her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because of the law, which... Fuck the law. <laughs> and there's a lot of uh, inconsistencies regarding that as well. Yes. So, um, Fun little factoid about Aladdin while we're on yeah, the subject. Yeah, I hear it. When he's in his sultan getup, uh, whenever he lies, like we were talking about, the feather on his turban falls in front oh. of his, and covers his face. Oh, so fun. pay attention to that the oh, next time fun. you watch it. Every time he says a lie, that feather falls. Okay. And I feel like, it didn't say it in the wiki, but this is just my personal theory, that that's Genie being like, stop lying, bitch, because he's the one that's like Controls created his whole getup and, and yeah. persona and everything. I like that so that theory. could be Genie being like, hey, like cut that out. Yeah. Because you know? Genie wasn't about the lion. That's cool. That's sure. like a little Pinocchio type deal going on. Mm-hmm. And then they try to murder Prince Ali. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're like, just straight up like. Like, straight up, they just tried to murder him. Yes. Like, like, mob style. He was style. like, I, I want to be Sultan. <laughs> I'm going to marry Jasmine. So we just need him off the literal face of the planet. They tied something heavy to his feet it was like and a threw him off. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to sleep with the fishes. You know yeah, what I mean? They, put, they literally put a mask over his mouth so he couldn't scream to the <laughs> this fishes. This is like an Italian mob yes, type yeah. thing. <laughs> hey, I'm Jafar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mess with Jafar. Huh? In the water. <laughs> I'm the Sultan. I'm supposed to be the Sultan. <laughs> so good. I but he, I want to hear Italian Iago. <laughs> I don't even know how you would do it. Italian Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Gilbert so Godfrey funny here. though because Danny DeVito was asked to do the vo- the voice of Iago, and I feel like he would he would have been good at it too. Yeah, yeah he like would have. Impression. He would have killed it. And I know, I know, just busy with Matilda. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Heard he has like a Jersey-ish accent, or is it Italian? It's like Italian. Like yeah, New no, York. I feel like it's he's like from New Jersey. Yeah, 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 thanks. And with that, yeah. definitely yeah. stems from. Uh, Matilda came out in '96, by the way, so that's four years later from this. Nah, <laughs> I wasn't working on it then. I know that Jafar wanted to marry Jasmine. For power reasons, it had nothing to do. Like there was never like a indication of like I just want to have sex with her. Right. No, nothing. Of he that. did eventually. He that, had physical until... attraction to her, sure, but she, yeah. he did not give a fuck about who she was as a person. No. But I just it was just because I I feel like you know the whole time that Jasmine's not like a twenty one year old. No, like she's a kid. Yeah, like it's so he he had kind of I just felt I was like it's kind of. A pedo, and then this. So after, and then he comes back, right? Aladdin somehow, like, as he gets, they grant the wish. Aladdin's in the water. The fucking shit falls down, slides down to him. He gets to rub, and then the genie talks for him. Yeah, right, I'm be alive. Blah, and blah, then blah. they, sh- he genie basically shoots him back to the palace. Yes, 
and shadows. This, and this is where, like, I got the most fuck me eyes because there's a part where like they're like see like the dad is there talking to him whatever. As soon as the dad turns around, they like go to try to kiss, and then the dad turns around again and like walks between them and it stops him kissing. Yeah, and yeah. they're just like looking at each other the whole time, just strong. I'm like. How am I seeing this in a cartoon? Somebody drew fuck eyes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and Aladdin kind of realizes at that point that if he marries Jasmine, he has to be the king or mm-hmm. the sultan. Yeah, and it hits hard for him. And he starts to second guess himself because exactly. I don't think he's good enough for that. And I thought that was a pretty important like character to show thing. the humility of himself. Like I don't, I doesn't have the confidence to be that, and he doesn't want to be that. Also, which is cool too. I think I think it's awesome. I think it was a cool moment to like bring him back down to like reality again for yeah, a second. Being the street rat, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not supposed to be a king. I'm homeless, right? <laughs> and so later on in the in the Aladdin series, they actually don't get married for a while, mm-hmm. which we'll obviously go more into detail too. But it like that also furthers your mm. what you were saying. It's just that he is a very good enough, he has enough good character qualities to know that he's not worthy to be the sultan yet, you know? Mm. So Genie saves Aladdin's life, and obviously their first thing is like, let's get the fuck back to the palace. Yeah, right? so Jafar, wait, yeah. That's when they were doing the fuck me eyes. Right. Because mm-hmm. he's trying to fuck, well, hold on. Yeah. Jafar wants Jasmine. Yes. Prince Ali... Aladdin is in the way. Exactly. So right. Jafar's gonna have the motherfucker swimming with the fishes, like we had said. Right. Well, Genie saves his life in the back of the palace, and that's when the super fuck me eyes were happening. Yes. Between the two of them. And then that's when he just realizes he has to be Sultan. That's when he starts second guessing himself. He's like, okay. fuck, I can't do this. Yes, so then uh so then Aladdin and Genie get into it. Um, and, uh, Aladdin's just really frustrated. Genie's trying to lift his spirits and Aladdin snaps at the genie a bit. Um, and the genie ends up, uh, does he retreat back into the lamp or does Aladdin yeah, tell he, him? Yeah, I yeah. think he goes he's back like, to He's basically pouting. like, fuck you, yeah. I'm going back. Yes. And he's, Adam, Adam and then Adam. Aladdin, yeah. you know, a little young, how, how a young kid throws a temper tantrum, throws the pillow on top of him, like, <laughs> you know. <Trying> smother him. <laughs> <laughs> and that ended up not being good because that lead, led to uh, yeah. the lamp uh, ending up in the hands of Jafar via Iago. Uh, did Iago come up with this plan or was this Jafar's plan? It was Jafar's, it was Jafar's plan. plan. I believe. Well, no, he just said, get me the lamp. Yeah, so, yeah. so Iago is a master impressionist, we find out. <laughs> um, which Was this established before this scene that he can establish? I think he I think he did an impression of someone earlier on too. I think he did. Like the Sultan or someone. Um, but so yeah, so he does a spot on impression of Jasmine and uh, Aladdin's like, Jasmine? He's going out looking for her now because he thinks Jasmine's in this bitch, right? Right. He, want, he, he wants to find. He wants to find his shoddy. So he's out looking for her, and then that's when uh, Iago uses that opportunity to sneak in and steal the lamp. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so now the lamp is back in the possession of the baddies. The baddies. The baddies. The bad so, guys. <laughs> I think. 
I don't know. I feel like there was a scene we forgot. Well, he he convinces Jafar. Basically, does the thing with his dad with the Sultan, right, and says like, "Yo, she's gonna marry me." So yeah, once okay, okay, once right. Aladdin and Genie got back to the palace, Aladdin confronted the Sultan and tried to tell him that what was going Jafar on? tried to kill him in front of all the crowd, right? I don't know. Uh, I think it was, it was just between the, the main room. characters. It was when they were in that big room, and then the Sult or uh, Jafar was like, "No, uh, Aladdin is the bad guy trying to hypnotize the Sultan again." That's when Aladdin sees what Jafar's doing, grabs his Breaks snake it. staff, and he shatters, just shatters it. Shatters it, yeah. Yeah, and then so now the Sultan is. Um, he sees Jafar is bad, and he has the guards take him away and throw him in jail. And that's when Jafar sends Iago to go steal the lamp. Okay, right. yes. Yeah, so, okay, you're right. So we did skip over that. Yeah, my bad. Um, so yeah, so then Iago steals the lamp. So now it's back in the control of the bad guys. Um, and and so that Jafar can carry out the and, rest of his plan. And that's in front of the crowd. Like they're, I think they're trying to announce that Aladdin is going to be the next. He's going to mm-hmm. be the one to marry Jasmine. And Aladdin's all kind of freaking out because he doesn't feel how he does, still doesn't know how he feels about becoming the next Sultan. And then Jafar pops up, mm-hmm. and, and this is when Jafar is summoned the genie. Because before he got arrested, he threw down that smoke thing, and he like disappeared in the exactly. walls yes. in his little hiding hideout cave thing that he created inside the walls. Mm-hmm. Very Bruno like. Yes. Yeah, Bruno. <laughs> um, and so. It's getting all dark clouds type shit. The fucking top of the fucking palace is ripped off. Genie's huge and evil looking. He like lifts the palace up and places it on the mountain that's taller. It's like the highest mountain or whatever because Jafar wants to be on the most powerful and the highest mountain of all that shit. And Jafar also wished to be the Sultan. Yes. That was his first wish. Uh, Which... I don't know if this is necessarily a plot hole for the sake of being able to do what they wanted to do, but I feel like it doesn't make much sense for the genie to be able to become anyone else's genie until he has fulfilled the three wishes of the person. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I I also agree agree with you. Uh, So it's definitely like a plot hole, but in terms of like why they did it, it makes sense. I I don't know if I want to call it cheap. Because I don't see it. Yeah, that's just there's that's no just other way a lot into it, like way into exactly. It. There's really no other way they could have executed the what what they wanted to execute without disregarding logic a little bit. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But that's just us being nitpicky. Right. Exactly. I just yeah. I don't think it makes much sense. And then he wishes to be the greatest magician alive. So all of a sudden he has like. Powers. Yes, he yes. is the fucking powerful. And I think he's a sorcerer. Sorcerer, yeah, I think he did say sorcerer. Yeah. And the the Sultan, like the original Sultan, is now getting crackers shoved in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, that was a big thing Iago did not like. He called them moldy crackers. He said, I want those moldy crackers. Yeah, Iago like fruits and nuts. He don't like crackers. Iago, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fancy bird. And Jasmine is the straight up servant. Yes. Yeah, I'm just yeah. she was originally shackled uh, like by the wrists and was force feeding him like apples and grapes and stuff. And yeah, then, very Princess Leia job of the hut type. Yeah, going and then on. he eventually turns the shackles into a crown when he's like, "You're gonna be my queen." Mm-hmm. And then that's when he wishes for the genie to make Jasmine fall in love with me because she threw that 
like wine or whatever in his face and he got pissed and shoved her um and then he wished for that and then Jeannie was like eh, can't do that and then was that when Aladdin appeared in like behind Jafar and Jasmine very cool moment yeah Jasmine then saw him like got the message and then that's when her whole like she used her sex appeal again and and he called her pussycat yeah (laughs) (laughs) you wrote it so large Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> he did. He is so... This whole scene... Was with, gross. Oh, it was making me cringe so it hard. Was, but it really made you, like, hate yes. Jafar. It made you want to... It made you fucking wishing... Praying on his downfall, like, even further. You know? Like... Yes. Yeah. He kind of breaks the code a little bit. He kind of finds a loophole in that shit. And he says, I want to be a genie. Well, but, he, that, but he gets led in that direction. So, oh, so he, ooh, he gets, yeah. So before we get into that, though, he gets he he decides he wants to turn into a snake. Right. He turns because into this giant. I'm pretty snake. sure Aladdin called. So he calls him a so snake. Yes. Jasmine was seducing Jafar. Jafar was about was falling for it. Aladdin was about to go in for the strike. Jafar saw Aladdin in the reflection of the crown he placed on Jasmine's head. So then he spotted Aladdin, and that's when Aladdin called him a snake. And then Jafar was like, "Oh, you think I'm a snake?" And so then he fucking turns into a snake, cobra, <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure. I'm, and now he's in murder, death, kill mode. Yes. Like, just like. Yes. And Aladdin, I just want to point out, fucking defeated this motherfucker with his, like, wits. He Literally. did not have genie to help him. He did not have, like, carpet or anything. Because carpet, he, you know, Jafar unraveled carpet to a pile of strings. Which Abu was, was turned into yes. a. Oh my god, that toy broke my heart. Yeah, Abu was turned into a toy heart. monkey. And then. That was when Aladdin tricked Jafar into thinking, like, well, you think you're the most powerful person, but really, Genie over here is the most powerful person. And then Jafar was like, oh, yeah, make me a Genie. Because he didn't know all the rules. He didn't care to ask Genie Mm. all the rules. He just knew that this has the most power, so... Right. And so then once he wishes to be a Genie, you see that scene... That also, I don't know if you noticed this small town. I think I might have pointed it out while we were watching. I don't remember, but I do remember thinking it. When Genie was first released from the lamp, you know, when he was doing A Friend Like Me, the whole song, there was a scene where he talked about having, like, unlimited phenomenal cosmic power. Mm. You see him, like, appear in the universe red. It was, like, foreshadowing to Jafar now being this Genie, and he goes into the universe, and he's like, I have this cosmic power. And then... Five seconds later, he starts swirling up into a little tornado and gets sucked into the lamp. Because there's rules to there this shit. Yes, yep. There's rules to this shit. You are now a slave. I would have loved to have seen a straight up genie brawl. Yeah, that would have been. Oh mad. yeah, that been sick. and they could have made it funny too. Because, yeah, yeah, you know, all the, like magic flying yeah. around. Everywhere. Man, what a missed opportunity! Speaking of missed opportunities, I forgot to hit in the notes. Iago talks in front of the Sultan for the first time. And they don't even show the Sultan's yeah. reaction. The whole movie, he pretended like he was a regular parrot. Polly want a cracker par- type parrot like, What shit. a missed opportunity to shoot back to the Sultan and him be like, what? Yeah. And they just <laughs> blow over it. That's just They're a, just like, yep, that, that makes was a sense. family guy scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. 
But um, I also want to throw out that uh, Jafar's musical num- villain musical number at the end is so fucking good. <laughs> like, just fucking sleaze bag to the max type shit. I love fucking a good villain song, bro. Nothing's better mm-hmm. than a Disney villain song. Yeah. Uh, I mean, soundtrack-wise, dude, I ain't even gonna front. Obviously, I can show yeah. you. No, I, I can show you the world or whatever. That's right. a banger. Definitely doesn't hold up for me to most of the other Disney movies that have musical numbers. Okay, I feel you. That's fair. But this one also has, I feel like, a smaller number of songs. It does. This isn't mainly focused... This isn't really focused on the songs. It's a musical, but only when it wants to be. (laughs) You know? Yeah. But I guess that that can that, that can perfectly lead into. Oh so, uh, yeah, it can lead into the man who did who wrote and composed the music for Aladdin. His name is Alan Menken, um, and this dude, holy fuck, he composed or wait, he was the songwriter. For an insane amount of shit. Like, I'm talking about Little Shop of Horrors, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, The Little Mermaid, Beauty no and the Beast, way. Newsies, Home Alone 2, Aladdin, Pocahontas, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules, Home on the Range, Enchanted, Tangled, Captain America, The First Avenger, freaking Sausage Party. Damn, this man been active. <laughs> yes, and for uh, a large amount of those, he was also the composer for them, and he like Fuck. created created the music to it and all of that. Um, a lot, a large amount of the Disney movies, like it's insane. Ralph breaks the internet, freaking all kinds of different Aladdin stuff. Aladdin the Broadway musical, like he was a songwriter writer for Sesame He's Street, for Christmas Carol, for The Neighbors. Damn. Not even oh. to mention the musicals he's done. Like, it's its own multiple scrolls, like, list. <laughs> this is a very things. accomplished. Like, this dude is a fucking genius. That's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. And I guess that also can lead to my question of uh, which song in this movie would you guys be most cool with if you're at the club or a bar drinking? Which song would you be most cool with uh, hearing play on the, the jukebox? Here, let me pull up the soundtrack of Aladdin, just so we can have them all. I think my official answer is Friend Like Me. Is that the Genie song? Yes. That's what I was going to say, too. Yeah. Yeah, the Genie song. That finale is just so fucking epic. Like, and it's it's a fu- it's a song that makes you move, you know? You, like, you just want to fucking dance, yeah. you know? Like... Yeah. It'd be a it'd be a good song to It reminds me of, like the bare necessities type type beat. Yeah, no, just a groovy, like a bouncy, you know, like I wanna move. I just love Arabian Nights. Like that song. I don't know what it is about it. I just the strong vocals hit different for the me. Opening song, What's the right? opening, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I could get something. You to that. And like while lines of the song were controversial, the newer version is still phenomenal yeah i did know about that i respect disney for changing it and also acknowledging all of the problems in its past movies and how they might have stereotyped and or have been racist but they acknowledged it and use it as learning material rather than and i like that they didn't take the fucking shit down they just stated look it happened we fucked up 
we won't next time. Yes. But here it like, is. We're, we're, we're actively yeah. learning from it, you know, and they're taking the steps and proving to us with our their newer works that... Rather than change. trying to erase history as it is, right, you know. Right, they're acknowledging I mean, it. unless it's called like Song the of the South. <laughs> but well, that's another some story. That are a little... So we'll get to that one. We'll get to that one one day. <laughs> I don't know how. Oh man, I don't know how I feel about talking about that one. <laughs> and then oh, if shit. we ever went to a karaoke bar, a whole new world would easily be my pick. Yeah, that's such that's a good true. karaoke song. Oh yeah. Um. So then, yeah, Jafar, uh, Aladdin's wits once again prove to be his greatest strong suit of all. And he tricks Jafar into becoming a genie, and Jafar is done for. He is uh, in a lamp of his own now. And how ironic that he ended up inside of what he was originally searching for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he found it. Yeah, yeah, he did. He found <laughs> the inside of that shit. <laughs> And the genie, the genie gets released. Yeah, so yes. Aladdin, so Aladdin follows through with his previous, uh, previously existing promise of, yeah. So we didn't really discuss that, I guess, but because uh, there's so much to fucking discuss, my god. We um, could go on forever. Yeah, we could go on forever. This could be a six-hour podcast if we wanted to be <laughs> with all the information that we have. Um, but uh, Aladdin's promise to genie was always that his third wish would be he release releases genie because genie wants freedom he just wants to be able to explore genie the world is sixty five thousand years old and he's never had freedom and he's never been free and aladdin like the noble the noble thief he is follows through with his promise mm-hmm. and lets genie free and it's a very hasty ending but almost it's like what else is there to do so fun fact though you know everybody saw when he freed genie he immediately packed his suitcase and was in like the hawaiian shirt the goofy hat the shorts yeah. and shoes and everything so that was actually fuck i gotta find it that um, it's a nod to Robin Williams' costume worn in the 1989 Disney short Back to Neverland. Oh, interesting. So it's just like oh, a cute little. Was cute that little like the fit he was wearing? Yeah, no, yeah. There's a picture of him, which if we can find, we'll post, but there's a picture of him out there wearing that outfit. Cool. That's yeah. really awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I guess we'll, now that we've wrapped up talking about the movie. We'll get into our uh, little um, movie report card. Um, small Town, what would you give it, the animation on your movie report card? Uh, 4.8 out of 5. Uh, nah, you got to do a letter scale. Well, oh, we're doing the grade yeah. card. That's yes. the greatest grade, grade card. card one? Yes. Uh, a minus. A minus? Yeah. yeah. Just because it's like, obviously not now's animation, but okay. like just the nostalgia of it. And just a classic look. I think I can agree with the A minus because as much as I love the hand drawn animation, CGI wasn't all the way there yet, so it looks a little off being mixed in there. But like they included it because the what they had had imagined for the movie was just too hard to draw. Like exactly. with the movement with the carpet mm-hmm. and everything. It's just the fluidity. And with my little artist girlfriend here, uh, <laughs> she sure that like uh because I wanted to comment on the color palette. Uh, warm, vibrant colors with some contrasting cool colors to make it pop. It was just very beautiful, very mm-hmm. nice. 
pleasing colors on the eyes. And uh, to tie back to colors real quick, Jeannie was originally purple. Until, oh. until they decided the whole blue, red is red. bad, blue is good. Purple and would not Jafar have... was originally blue. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know how I like that. I'm no, glad I they went the opposite I didn't direction. I like that. Blue his signifies outfit, good. You know, like his I mean, outfit yeah, and everything. Yeah, like it's the Star Wars too. Yeah, with the lightsabers and yeah. everything as well. Um, Kaylee, so what would you give the animation on your report card then? Oh, I'd give it an A. I loved it. I thought it was gorgeous. The, the few water scenes that we saw were beautiful. When they were in the cave, even if it was CGI, like it was still very pretty and impressive for the time and I just really appreciated like and also just the, their faces and how well everything worked and moved and I'm, I just I like I agree with you what you said a lot of what you said uh story um small town what would you give the story on in your good old report card I'm probably gonna give it like a b you know and my I'm not trying to be like cynical or fucked up I'd be an asshole you know but it's kind of the same, it's just like the same general storyline as every storyline, except like I feel like you didn't really get to know the characters very well. And that really like that. There's two different times on my fucking notes today where I put I wish I knew more about this person. Like there just wasn't a lot of depth to the characters themselves, even to Aladdin. And he was the main character. There wasn't a lot of depth, depth to him. You just know that he was poor I will and say. he's a good person. Later on in the series, in the Aladdin saga, you do learn more about Aladdin, and I did find his origin story. He was born to a very poor mother and father. Um, when he was born, his father, Kasim, went out to try to find a better life for them. He wanted to bring more to his family, you know, while he was gone for multiple years. And when he came back, by the time he came back, Aladdin's mom had died, but Aladdin was still a very, very young child. He wasn't even in school yet, and he was just left to fend on the streets by himself. So he was on the streets from a very small point, and then when his dad came back, he assumed that Aladdin was dead and uh, left Agrabah out of, like, because he was heartbroken. And he assumed Aladdin and his wife were dead because they weren't there. Like, he, he couldn't find them. You see, Disney yeah. should have just given us a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Like, <laughs> like, like, this is all super fucking interesting, bro. Right? And I think that's why they created the TV show and then created the uh, the sequel. Oh, well, and for Cash Grab. Well, too. of that's course, yeah, well. but... Because you know the product is almost never as good once you've... But once you do it again, you're right. And again, however, I think if you were to watch the sequels and more so, not even just the sequels, but the Aladdin TV show, you would be like, okay, this is actually it. Very much stays true to the spirit of the original movie, regardless right. of the drop in animation quality right. or the changes in a couple voice actors, like and only a couple, like yeah, a lot of couple. voice actors. Literally, are the same. this is a very rare thing for a Disney movie where it has sequels and. Pretty much, like, everyone returns. Um, so that's really cool. I love how, like I said, I love how earlier, I love how dedicated the cast is. Um, I will give the story a B plus. I think it had its flaws. I think, like, uh, what I've mentioned already. Um, but it also had its strong suits as well. It's just not quite an A because an A is almost, like, bordering on perfect. And it almost had too many flaws for me in terms just, of... Gripes, not flaws. There's the plot hole with um, 
uh, Jafar and getting the wishes, right. and there's the stuff that I said about uh, them not recognizing Aladdin and all that. So, with that being said, um, and and most of it you pretty much see coming. It's not like anything's like super duper unpredictable until the end. I really like the end. The climax is fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's why I'm going with the B plus. It's just not quite A, but it's it's still very very solid. Uh, what's your letter grade on the story? Yeah, I'd probably also go with a B, maybe B plus, just because I do think it's a great step in the right direction for Disney at the time. You know, they uh, it was the first Disney princess that was like a that was like standing up for herself and and not textbook princess. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that it was, it was a very original story, especially for its time and the way the characters, even before I knew all this background information, just the way the characters are, are great. The connection you make with Jeannie is just amazing. It's, it's a lifelong connection. You know, you will remember the character of Jeannie just forever. And whether or not that's because of Disney or because of Robin Williams, I'll probably go with Robin Williams on that one. Um, well, I guess I'll just uh, segue, since you're talking about Genie and characters and stuff, and get your letter grade for the characters of the movie, too, while we're at it. Oh, characters? Yes. Freaking probably, fuck, probably an A. I want to give it an A+, plus, but, well, I mean, I don't know. I guess Jafar is the villain, because I didn't want to give it an A+, plus because he's the villain. You know, I hate him, but, like, they did such a good job of making me hate him. <laughs> so it's like, okay, well... Fuck. That's why I give it an A plus. Yeah, I don't have I any rights when it comes to the characters. The character work they do in that movie, regardless if we don't get too much background, as much background as I would like. Um, They're all iconic characters. They are. Yes. And what's your letter grade, small town? Yeah, it's just gotta be an A. Yeah. Yeah. It's just no way around that. I mean, they're just all of them. Each and every single one of them are memorable. I like, definitely wish there was a little bit more known information about the Sultan. And I definitely wish that there wasn't just you know one female main character. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yes, that was a note we made. That would also be a reason why I would give the story a B or whatever because there was literally one female character. Well, right, Jasmine ain't even got like, the, the tiger can't even be a female. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, that's just Disney and, and they're, they, yeah, just until recently they've actually just started, they've, they're more inclusive in right. general, but that will bring us to our overall rating. And I want to start with my boy Small Town on this one. A four point eight out of. Um, <clears throat> this is my overall rating. Yes, your overall rating the entire flick. Four point eight out of six point two <laughs> acres of sand. That's and, what I and why do you give it that? Because it's good, but it's not classic. It's not the full six point two acres. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a good chunk of the acreage. You're you gonna get a lot a of sand. Yeah, it's for sure a classic. Just the whole the logic holes and the lack of depth to the characters kind of bothers me. Mm -hmm. You know, but I mean, like you said, like even what we got from the characters, they're all iconic. Every single one of them, and then uh, the story is—it's just—it's just a—it's a, a classic. You can't you can't hate, you know. Mm -hmm. Just not quite there, not quite full for me, you know. 
And with that being said, I'd probably give this one and a half out of two of Jeannie's titties. Um, <laughs> it's, it has its flaws, but it doesn't have enough for me to be, like, too upset, you know? And while it's not one of my top, top personal favorites, I have little to no gripe. No, I don't want to say little to no. I have very few gripes about it compared to a lot of other movies. It's just a really fun adventure, and it's unique. And while it does kind of be painted by the numbers in some ways, and you can kind of see stuff coming, it's still a very different scenery than we're used to in a Disney movie. It's a very different set of characters, and I love it. I, I loved it even more this time than I ever remember loving it before. So that says something, I feel like. Kaylee? I think I would give it a 57 out of 70 moldy saltine crackers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really did love this movie, and I think it's very, very iconic. Jasmine is a great Disney princess and a great representation of Disney princesses, and she has a character that I hope to see in all kinds of little girls, you know, girls that have faith in themselves and are not afraid to voice their opinion and stand up for themselves and what they want in life. And that's just such a great message to, to send out there, especially in, in this time, you know, take a, take a look at Aladdin nowadays and maybe I'll respect women With a little Roe bit v. more. Wade, yeah, the whole down. abortion bullshit. Check your post. I wish I could probably host another two and a half hour podcast. No, be <laughs> on that one. It'll be seven hours. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, this one, this one could have been seven hours too. <laughs> no, for sure. But it was just a great movie yeah. all around, and I, I appreciate it. it a lot more now than I did as a child, which it's bittersweet. But I'll take it. Yeah. And with that being said, that's I think that's a wrap on this uh, this first edition of the Disney's. We're supposed to announce our drink for next week so you guys can be prepared, but we literally did not discuss that. <laughs> and I'm just realizing that. We can So starting next week, we will be announcing the drink for the following week's episode on this on the episode on, beforehand. Yes, so that way you all can gather Yeah, exactly. So that way y'all can gather your ingredients and everything. Yes. We'll, so we'll just post it. I was gonna say so for this week, uh, since we're dumb and didn't gather that yet. It will be on our social media, which you can find us on Twitter at the Disness. That's the D I S N E S S. And you can also find us on Instagram as well at Disness Podcast. And also come in on YouTube here later this week, our YouTube channel, which you can just find uh, by searching on YouTube for the Disness Podcast. Kaylee will be having a video laying out all the fun Aladdin facts she didn't get to tell about in this episode. And we're going to have another Aladdin episode coming up, or another Aladdin video, I should say, coming up soon on the YouTube channel too. So make sure to stay in tune for that. So make sure to go follow us on all our platforms and go subscribe to the YouTube channel. You don't want to miss out on anything. Do all that shit. And get us get our name. Help us get our name out there. We we just some Disney loving fools trying to spread the love. I don't know. Small I don't know if I'd classify small town as a Disney loving fool, but he a podcast loving this, fool. Hey, small be. town's a fool. Small town's a fool. <laughs> yeah. in, a, in a good way. He's a loving fool. Not quite Disney loving fool. <laughs> So that has been the Disney, y'all. I I hope y'all join us next week. Thank y'all for joining us tonight. Um, this has been a really fun time. Yes. Um, and next week fun. we're going to be talking about the Little Mermaid. 
Hell yeah. So Love that bitch. join us and join Flounder and join Sebastian, Sebastian and all the wacky fun characters under the sea next week. Until now, uh, the three of us, along with our assistant Avery, are going to jump on a magic carpet and uh, ride off and enjoy this nice Friday the 13th. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us. Good night. And we just gave you the dismiss.